What's it eat? I want you to rest well, and a month from now, this Hollywood big shot's gonna give you what you want. Too late, they start shooting in a week. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. show this is a pre-taped because ron is at grand jury part of the program um we started off with a little bit of the faces and why is that hicks 
It's Mr. Ronnie Wood's birthday today. How old is Ronnie? And the song that we played, Ooh La La, Ronnie Woods co-wrote with who, Hicks? This would seriously mean the world to me if you knew the answer to this. Rod Stewart? No. <laughs> Fezzy? Uh, Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger. Now, why would Mick Jagger be in the faces? Well, maybe he was just helping out, and then that's how him and Ronnie met, and Ronnie ended up in the Stones from there. Uh, it is the Ron and Fez show, and so happy to say in this, joining us for today's show, Brazilian Julie is here. The reason, of course, that she's called Brazilian Julie, recently she was Brazilian waxed, as she told <laughs> us all about on Twitter. Well, that didn't actually go the way I planned. What, what went wrong? Uh, they didn't have any room for me, so I didn't get to go, so... I'm riding a little furry right now. <laughs> so kind of coming in here, uh, Bernie from Route 222, Angela Davis. Hell fucking yeah. <laughs> uh, well, maybe that's the way. Maybe you Northern California it up a little bit. Uh, on the phone, is Jay Moore holding for us? Jay Moore is on the phone. Tell the new interns I need the name up there, though, not just uh, left blank. Oh, that's a shame. Well, the, what a thrilling way to start the show today. Uh, last time that I went in O&A, Jay Moore was there. At the end of that four hours, Jay had made me laugh so hard <laughs> that I was actually starting to be uncomfortable with it. Maybe the funniest man on the planet Earth, Jay Moore. Hello, Jay. Hiya, boys. Looking good. Uh, Jay, by the way, Brazilian Julie's in here. Uh, how you doing? Hi, Jay. Uh, big, big fan of yours, Jay, and she also does impressions. Now... <laughs> Jay, things are happening with you. Things are going on. Things are going good. You know, I'm on, I was on a bit of a tour, mm -hmm. and I drove to Denver. I drove to Salt Lake. I drove to Dallas, and I had all the Ron, most recent Ron Bennington interviews. Uh -huh. uh, Eric Erock really took care of me on that, and uh, I got to tell you, just kudos. The Danny Aiello Ron Bennington interview. If it wasn't so sad, I would have pissed myself laughing. He is uh, really, really a fucking character. And yet, I like how he kept saying how he used to knock people out, and then he kept saying, but we never hurt nobody. Did that never happen? We didn't need it! <laughs> we didn't need it! Um, the thing was, he had just lost his son, so I the know. whole thing was, how can I not think about my son dying and have a Christmas? So he made a... Fucking crazy Christmas album. It was out whoring it. It was crazy talk, but he was he was really the sweetest guy. How about when he's singing uh presents beneath the tree? <laughs> he actually said beneath. You know what's funny about Danny Aiello is he is in so many movies. Kind of. He was in The Protector with Jackie Chan when I was a kid. But he always plays Danny Aiello. Whenever, like, he's in it for, like, a minute or two, and he just shows up, What do you want from me? I'll give you a smack. <laughs> and then he's gone. He, uh, also, I had about six Ron and Fez shows downloaded into my iPod for the drive. And I gotta tell you, you guys... Make driving so easy. Anybody listening that can download the Ron and Fez show into their iPod and listen to it at their leisure, it's incredible. And we were listening to when Fez was having a hard time and people were ganging up on Fez. Fez, I'm a, is Fez there? Yeah, I'm right here, Jay. Fez, I'm going to tell you a couple things. And I'm saying it in all sincerity. 
and I don't want any weirdness between us. Okay, I thought I think we're past that, right, Bud? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. I uh, I'm wondering what you're going to say though. It's all good. Relax. Uh, my wife and I felt horrible that was happening to you, and at the same time, we wanted to say we are your friends and we love you. And had I been there, I would have been throwing fucking people against the walls. Here's the thing you understand, Jay. I would have been Tony Richardson clearing a lane for you to the hospital end zone. Here's the thing. Fez can throw people against the walls. And the second that he realizes that, he'll be Fez again. But Fez needs to know, because he calls from the hospital and he said, like, Ronnie, you were there for me. Like, you're my friend. You're the only one that cared. Me and my wife were in the car going, oh, my God, we got to let Fez know that we love him, and if we were in New York, we'll take him, we'll visit him, whatever it takes, Fez. More people love you than you know. D- does that make you wonder why Opie doesn't take the step across the way you do, and like Opie kind of like you? The last time that you and Oprah were together, it made Fez upset because he felt like you guys ganged up on him on the O and A show. I don't know anything about that, but if you remember correctly, Ron, when Roland when his, and Fez, don't let this. What we're about to talk about, don't get upset because it's all in the past. It's like a piece of trash in a river that already went past you. There's nothing you can do about it. Oh, jeez. It's still a polluted I river. Told, I told Roland to his face, what the fuck is your problem? Remember, Ronnie? Yeah, you did. I was all over Roland. Like, and Opie kept saying, don't. Roland's crazy. He'll charge you and he'll fight. I said, well, then fucking let's do it. Leave Fez the fuck alone. What's your problem? But all that got worked out. Good. It's yeah. better because if I came back up, I, I would have been like uh, Fez's big brother going, I understand we got a problem up here. Apparently they made uh, Fez eat a shit sandwich and everything got back. They made some false promises that didn't come through. Yeah. Whatever. We move on. Fez, you are my friend. Thank you. Why, why don't you meet him at uh, one of his shows? You can go up and meet him at the casino. Spend the weekend. Whatever. Well, you know what, Ronnie? Whatever he wants. Uh, no pressure. If he wants to come to a show, he can come to a show. He'll be he there. Always there. Count on it. He needs to know that in, the, in Beaver, Utah, that's literally where we were when this went down, my wife and I looked at each other and said, we got to let this poor guy know. More people love him and think he's just tremendous than he has any idea. Well, we're remember... Uh, and, and and the day that he realizes that, he'll be okay. But he's been told it a lot. But, Jay, the stuff that you were saying, like, oh, I do this for Fez. I've seen Fez crush people in his life. Destroy people. Retard strength. Yes. And I mean, and I mean intellectually. The Fez that's inside of him is as fast as anybody could possibly be. He doesn't need show prep. He doesn't need to write. He could just show up and be Fez. But he's got to let go. There was a show you guys did, and an elevator got stuck way uptown in Washington Heights, and Pepper Hicks knew way too much about the subway systems up in Washington Heights. Yeah. What's wrong with that? And you said, look, what's up, Pep? What's up, Mr. Moore? I'm going to get to you in a second. All the... Uh, your phone just fell apart. I'm pitching a show. No. Oh. It's called Fuck a Duck. <laughs> I'm, I'm, lost. I'm lost on this. 
Gut. I'm going to have a talk show. Mm-hmm. And it's called Fuck a Duck. That and was a talk show out. that you had mentioned before, mm-hmm. that it would be number one in Don't the country. Don't even remember. The, never one, even the, one that I, the one that I've mentioned before, right, Fez? Oh, wait, this comes back to an interesting thing. Do you know everyone uh, gave you all the love in the world for Half Slice? And all I did was say, Ron wrote, you, Ron, you are not the guy to hold on to this shit. You're a little obsessed with Half Slices. No, but a lot of people wrote to me later this going, hey, do you know I saw Jay Moore, he's in Utah, and after the show he's in the lobby selling Half Slice t-shirts. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm in the lobby selling Half Slices on my merchandise. No, I immediately, you know, you even said it on the air. Someone called in and said I told Opie on the air, like, no, 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 that's Ronnie B's, man. Mm, I know. I was only fuck with you. Uh, so I'm going to do Fuck a Duck. Mm. And uh, I kind of like, uh, I think Pepper Hicks would be good for like Fuck a Duck Rewind. Then he comes on like right after and talks about right what after. Okay, and just says like female guests they can put their neck and head of the duck in themselves. <laughs> hey, uh, Jay, you know since the last time we talked to you, uh, the family's expanded. I had a baby boy with my beautiful bride, and miracles happen, gentlemen. His name is Meredith Daniel. He's a beauty. Now, He's did you beauty. name him after Don Meredith? We named him after Nick's dad, Meredith, who's a rocket scientist, classified, works for the CIA. He's one of the only guys that goes to Langley and can pee without supervision. Wow. That is good. And her father was named after Meredith Wilson from The Music Man. All right, so all named after Dandy Don Meredith. Yeah. I think that's fantastic. Dandy Don. So we've been asking the baby when he pees his pants, you don't want to be like a piss bum. Because you said that on the elevator show. Uh, I don't remember any of this. Um, he said, uh, there's a kid in that elevator who had to pee, but he held it. Not like the bums, unlike piss bums. Well, you, can't, <laughs> you cannot get in a subway elevator because the bums think it's a fucking moving urinal. They think it's a uh, urinal that eventually you'll that's, get on the sidewalk. On, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but that's what made it funny is you quantified it immediately. You said <laughs> not like bums, and then you immediately went, unlike piss bums. <laughs> that's you true. You separate the bums from the piss bums. <laughs> <laughs> and Pepper Hicks? Yes, Mr. Moore? You've been doing an extraordinary job. Oh, thank you. You are truly, truly a funny guy. The Billy Joel trying to get you into the catalog was beyond hilarious because you entered each song with open heart, open mind. You said, all right, big shot. Coke, I like the song. I'm in. (laughs) I'm a New York guy. This sounds fucking awesome. It's right. Angry young man. It's like they fucking wrote it for me. And then a minute goes by and you go, is this a piano instrumental? This is fucking silly. And then at one point you called Billy Joel a bug-eyed guy. Well, he is. Fuck him. And, uh... I got some I got some celebrity news, Ronnie B. Go ahead, man. Mickey Cox, Radio mm-hmm. Crush, on Pepper Hicks. Wow. That's oh, very flattering. Beautiful God. Nikki Cox. Hand to God. I know you guys got Brazilian Julie in there. She thought she was gonna get a lot of attention, but yeah. Yeah, if you like girls, whatever. Yeah, that whole thing went in a different direction. Yeah. Now, that means if Jay Moore dies. Uh yeah, if Jay Moore that, dies. Yeah. Uh, I do think she's the one person that could slip Clooney and get him into marriage. That would be no nice. Doubt. But Pepper Hicks, uh, like everything he says, makes her laugh, and she goes, God damn, this guy's funny. He I really is a funny fucking Hicks. kid, and he's funny because he's so unhappy. I just <laughs> worry at some funny. point in his life, he'll, things will work. 
He's also funny because for some reason he's never fully on mic. Yeah. It's almost like the mic is a nuisance, so he keeps it up by his ear like a Bluetooth. (laughs) (laughs) It's a radio technology. And I also noticed in Ron Bennington interviews, and then I'll let you guys have your show, I I just had to tell Fez we love him, tell that there's a radio crush between Nikki Cox and Pepper Hicks, and to tell you that we ask our baby, don't be like a bum, unlike fist bums. Mm, good. And that is, we say, we literally say that constantly all day long. Ron Bennington interviews should be renamed, the guest has a frog in his throat. <laughs> Every fucking guest either can't speak or has to cough and clear their throat every six seconds. The, uh, Unbelievable. Well, the, we don't get them water, and it's a musty little place here. It is. Um, who is the who is the blues guy? That was the old uh, R and B guy. That was so incredible. Um. Well, let's see. We did Sam from Sam and Dave. No. Uh, he was with his daughter, and he kept giving his daughter credit for running the orchestra. Oh, it was uh, Solomon Burke. Burke, the great Solomon Burke, who just passed great. away. And you know what? I said to my wife, I've never heard of this guy. It's like, it's, you know, him and Al Green should tour together, but. Little too much credit to the daughter Solomon Burke. I'd like to know what happened in the rearview mirror that you're throwing all this praise on her now. The uh, he's got like ninety grandchildren, thir- thirty-two. They can't help kids. Themselves. It's just crazy. But his uh, the best thing when he got here, he's from Philly too. So he and I were talking about this uh, cheesesteak place. Now he's he's got to be wheeled in now the room. He's like four hundred and fifty pounds, and we're talking about this wow. cheesesteak place. And he said to me, he "Goes, um, I eat it right in the car. I don't even take it home. Just sit there in the car and eat it." And I'm like, okay. "You're the greatest man that ever lived." He was good. I really enjoyed him. And Chuck Palahniuk was so fascinating that I got uh, choke on tape to listen to in the car. Oh, choke is uh, pretty good, too. I couldn't believe it. At one point, I was driving through Denver or Colorado, and when he's, like, bringing the whole story around. Yeah. And I actually said, my wife's asleep in the back seat, and out loud I go, Chuck, you brilliant son of a bitch. (laughs) That's nice. Uh, Do you got the baby on the road with you? Oh, yeah. Baby's on the road. Little flea circus. That's great. And now we're going home and uh, gets a little bit of rest. And uh, next up, I believe, is I host the NHL Awards. That'll come to you live on Versus right after Fuck a Duck. Check you, your local list. Do you got to wear skates for that, Jay? Do you have to come fuck out and wear skates? Duck. Fuck a duck. <laughs> fuck a duck. There you go. Yes! Fuck a duck. Fuck a duck. Look at Fuzzy. Fuck a duck. You guys are the best. All right, brother. Take we care. We love you. Keep it up. And Pepper, I got my eye on you. Watch it now. Bye, Mr. Moore. You know, uh, take care. I will, uh, and don't steal from the Dave, call him Mr. Moore. Just call him Jay. You're a fucking man. He's a man. You don't have to mister things up. Peace out, Jay. But seriously, that thing that Dave acts like, oh, Mr. Anthony, Mr. Moore, don't ever do that. Just talk to people like you're, like you're a peer. Will do. Now, I'm going to ask you about this, Brazilian Julie, uh, despite the fact that you're so furry right now. <laughs> what is it that the ladies just love about Chris Stanley? They're mad for him. I mean, he's so, I don't know. Is he a rebel? He, he's it? a rebel. He doesn't care, you know. He's it's brooding. Devil, it's a devil-may-care attitude. I think Fez was the one. Did, did you bring up the article about girls like guys who brood more than they smi- than smiling? Uh-huh. He's a brooder, you know. He's got that nice brooding face. You don't, you don't want to see him smile. You don't want to see him happy. Shit. <laughs> um, so you always want to uh, have them upset. 
Well, you kind of want to have them upset until they're around you. And then they're happy around you. I say, all right, see, that makes sense. Yeah. And you're the magic key to everything. Exactly. Uh, you're the one who, who's going to change everything. Is it because he actually loves his girlfriend? I Does think that, that might, work for it, too? I think that might be an action. More, more than anything. <laughs> and the way he says that, it's like, no <laughs> doubt in my mind. Yeah, there is, their song together is more than words by Extreme. <laughs> But it's attractive. It's an attractive look. Um, I don't know why. I don't know why, but I just hear now. Nikki Cox. I got to hear the the stunning next. Nikki Cox is his radio girlfriend. I would be. I. That's like. I'm so jealous right now. <laughs> mm. She's gorgeous. Is that a gal you could go for? Oh, definitely, definitely. Maybe Hicks will find himself in a three-way. Oh, May that's hot. Because <laughs> seriously, he, I think he could wear down three women. That's his claim to fame. Absolutely. Any three woman, women he could wear down. Absolutely. How long does this session last with the little woman, Hicks? Oh, I won't be going into details there. <laughs> just give us an ETA. I'm just keeping it to myself right now. <laughs> just let your magic run wild. My imagine? <laughs> Imagination. Well, you know, like whatevs, you know? I don't like that, though. I don't like him to say whatevs. That actually fucking drives me crazy. Uh, Brazilian Julie sitting in with us today. Fez Watley on deck. You know, it's good to see Jay Moore and you back in the same camp together. But did you notice this? I don't think that he came across to Jay the way Jay did to him. I, I thought that was very sweet. Mr. J. Moore, but, you know, I oh think no, I, it it definitely was, and, it, definitely and he was. he's walking across cracked ice with Fez, yeah. but but the hand went across, and Fez was like, "Well, I would like to," but he didn't really, he didn't really reach out and and grab the hand. Yeah, well, I, I'm. A, you play the part of Jay, and I'll play the part of Fez, not to show you what it done should have done there. Fez, I just want you to know that me and my wife, we love you. Jay, stop there. You're Jay Moore and Nikki Cox. Two TV stars. You don't have to say another word to me. I love you for life. Nothing could ever happen between us. Matter of fact, when you guys come out east, I want to take care of Meredith. And then he would have hung up the phone feeling great. But there's something about you. you, you you've got to be able to leave. You've got to be able to leave the airport, Fez. You've got to be able to taxi out there and take off and fly out there with them. I totally agree. You're and very, I, very hesitant. I feel like you want to. That's the thing. I see it in your eyes that you really want to be like, yes, let's go, Jay Moore, to Foxwoods and, you know, hang out with Meredith and the kids and, and Nikki and let's have a great time. And Wouldn't that be great? That would be great. Yeah. Why I, don't you do this? Why don't we put you on a plane today, fly you out to L.A. when they come back to their house in the beautiful Hollywood Hills, you're sitting in their driveway like some kind of fucking European vacation gone awry. <laughs> You're wearing white fucking patent <laughs> shoes, and you're just there to weird it out. What's stopping you from restarting that Jay Moore friendship, restarting that Mikey D friendship, restarting that Lady Trucker friendship, that sheepy friendship, that, well, God, I could read the fucking phone book <laughs> for how many people fessed up being friends with. But what's to stop you? Uh, I think it's it is the hesitance of all right. I it's when things start going well, that's when I really need to put on the panic brakes 
because something bad's going to happen. It's coming around the corner. Uh, here's the thing that you have then. Here's your two modes. A, panic, or B, this is going well. That means there's going to be panic. There's no getting out of it for you. You haven't set up a win situation in this. Yeah, I just, I just, uh, there's a lot of times where I just feel like, all right, See, I wasn't sure where Jay was going at first, too. You don't have to be. You, you, yeah, I felt like you could just um, have sort of, you know, I, th I thought he was just even coming in. He was very, very careful about how he approached the conversation. I felt like you could have been a little more open on the other side, too. But that's okay. I, I feel like you're going to get to that point. It's well. just hard to accept compliments. And it's hard for you to accept fucking complaints. You, you, at some point, you got to say, here's the comfort zone. Because if you didn't, if you didn't already have the problem thing, Jay wouldn't feel the need to come back like that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's um, yeah. There's uh, such a tiny comfort zone if there is even one. So expand it. Expand that comfort zone. Expand it, and the the thing you have in your head, which you wanted to say to him, which I knew was right on the tip of your tongue. You didn't say it. But you could have, and you and he would have loved whatever you would have to say. You know, what he would, would have, have he would have listened to you. And I, if you weren't retarded, what would you have said to Jay Moore? It, in a world where in a world retards where get, yeah, <laughs> retards get the vote. Uh, and by the way, the world where nothing matters is this one. <laughs> nothing fucking matters. Yeah, I just realized that nothing does. To say. And I will say this: it all is right there in that tree of life. Oh, I didn't. I, I only heard good things. Really? Because a lot of people in the in the theater that I went uh, were uh, left. They were so upset. Uh, I'm they shocked. Left. I'm shocked. It's a whole different kind of movie. He tells them. He tells the film different than most people. I'll say that it's, a, it's over two. It's well over two hours, and the amount of time that you see people speaking on uh, film is not much. It's either you hear a voice and there's other pictures or you, there's just not... It's stunningly different. It's a visual way of telling a film. I kind of, I kind of enjoy that. I, I haven't seen that in a really long time. I don't know if I ever have since the silent film. Yeah, I don't... No. And even not that many of the silent films that really, really like captured you in that way. What would you have liked to say to Jay Moore in a world that doesn't matter, and what I like to call the Brazilian Julian world? <laughs> I would have liked to thanked him so much for, even though I, he's another person that I've driven crazy. Now this, is, not too, now this is all too serious. Oh. It's all too serious. Why don't you come in later? Like Fez Watley having fun. Yeah, it's, um... Yeah, I wasn't thinking in that respect. Well, be in that respect now. This is the world. You don't have to make it this dramatic thing. I, I think regular buddy friends don't go out of their way to say all these things. You're just like, you don't have to say it. We're pals. We're in like Flynn. You ever watch that Bush Cassidy and a Sundance Kid? Those pricks never looked over and go, look, so I'm going to tell you something, Butch. I love you enough to blow you. <laughs> and you know they did. Yeah. You know they fucking, like if one of them, was, but they don't have to fucking say that because it comes across as too stupid. It's too fucking stupid to say those things. It's a feeling that's kind of already, I mean, the way you guys feel about each other. You know, it's a friendship and you're, there's nothing that is going to, you know, and no matter how much you say to Ronnie, I love you, I love you, I love you. He knows, he already knows that just by 
being there, you know? We had the new interns. Yes, we have our three new interns. Yes, we do. Tell them whoever get the first intern to get me water is going to be my favorite. Go! Ice cold water. Ice cold! Ice cold water. Don't fuck first it up! First is going to be the favorite. <laughs> don't yell at them because I want to see how they move. Okay. I haven't even, they, they don't hustle. even know what, they, they better they know how to get water here, do they? Yes, they know. I've, I've instructed them on where to they go. They haven't even come water. past the window, though. All right. What are they fucking doing? Going to a cactus and trying to squeeze it out? Maybe they're going the long drop way. Drop by drop? Maybe they're going the long way. Don't know. Now I'm fucking concerned. Yeah, I don't know what's happening there. Somehow they got lost just leaving the studio door. That's exactly right, Fez. All right, now, Brazilian Julius J. Moore. Mm-hmm. I'm Nikki Cox. <laughs> what do you want to say to us? I have always thought of you two as friends. You are two of my favorite people Then why people did you say world. stuff about us on the show when we talked to you personally? <laughs> well, that was a complete accident. I, you know what else is an accident? Your what? face. <laughs> All right, now we're I'm Beverly Hills people <laughs> who enjoy being in Beverly Hills. <laughs> now I'm wondering if we're friends. We're friends. <laughs> as close as a big star like Jay Moore and I could be with anybody. <laughs> Do you really feel that way, Fez? Yeah. Do you feel that way about Mikey D? Mikey D, I, I think that's a completely it's the different same, situation. It's the same situation. It's the same situation, except for he's never been in movies. And by the way, did you see that... He has been in movies, technically. He oh, he's been in The Godfather, <laughs> you're right. Technically, he has been in movies. You're 100% right about that. <laughs> in short shorts. <laughs> we know so many great big movie stars. Short shorts in the middle of a Christmas scene. <laughs> and The Godfather. By the way, how old are you if you were just in The Godfather? <laughs> I mean, you would be old enough if you say I saw it in a the theater. But to have actually been in the movie... What? As a child? <laughs> he's going to probably one day be the last living person in The Godfather. <laughs> uh, but the guy that we were talking about, uh, whose uh, son died this year. Danny Aiello. Did you notice what I said? Danny Aiello has been in so many movies, and Jay gives up. Really? Has he? Because you see right there, he got a little competitive for a second. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do the Right Thing was on last night. It was great. Yeah, it was. He was unbelievable in that. These people need my pizza. <laughs> what? <laughs> they grew up on my pizza. I've nourished them. We're getting a little fucking carried away. Yeah. It's never been good. Oh. All right. Oh, oh shit. God. All right. Two come in. One has my water first. One has my water second. All right. All right. Uh, first of all, let me just say this. Go ahead and grab a mic here. Now, I thought we had three new interns. Don't know where number three is. He's slacking big time. Oh. Oh, Slacky McSlacks. Oh, there he, he came in third in. with the oh, water. No. The bronze. Oh. All right, who was first with the water? That would be Steve. Steve? Hello. Uh, and you wore a tie today? I did. No, are you going to be doing that every day? No. Oh. That would have had a perfect fucking... Know, nickname right? for you. I know, right? Um, but I do like the tie. What do you think? I think I, if, good. You know what? Actually, if you look over, Julie, these are three attractive young men. Yeah, they're three strapping young men. Now, <laughs> not that we're going to, but if this was a bar situation, oh, no, no, and no. you saw these three, which one would your eye wander to first? 
Um, I don't know. They're all kind of cute. I don't know. Yeah, I don't want it to be like... I'd look old, at all of them, to like be honest. Like Julie used to be. <laughs> like, I'll take on all three, you fuckers. I, no, I don't want you to be like that. Those <laughs> days are behind you. But which one would you just say to yourself, there's the one that interests me the most? I want it. I don't know. They're all a little... Um, no offense, guys, but you're all a little below my height. Like... I have a height restriction thing. I didn't know that. I'm a little tall, you know. I got a. I got How a tall are you? I'm five seven, but I usually wear heels. So I'm All right. So five, what if these guys ten. start wearing David Bowie platforms from 1973 <laughs> or kiss shoes? <laughs> are all you guys under five seven? I'm yeah, five, five six. Eight. Five eight. Still too short. I need at least two inches. I got to compensate. I got heels. You know. I'll walk on my titties. <laughs> they all feel bad. By the way, I have a feeling about the third bad. intern is going to quit. Because he's in the back and he looks depressed. No. You look like a quitter, and I've seen it. I've seen it come in here before. No, nah, not at all. I just well, didn't sleep last night. Why not? I just moved to Brooklyn, so I've been just unpacking and moving my stuff and getting everything set up. Dude, when you can't sleep at night, call me. I don't sleep at night at all. Yeah, it's anymore. bad. I'm done with it. You but I, I can sleep very, very well during the day. Mm -hmm. love sleeping during the day now. I switched everything. Why is that? Why is it so much... Better to sleep during the daytime. Summer nights in New York are just too hard to not stay up and like That's try to true. leave your house and see the city in the summer at night. It's just too awesome. What part of Brooklyn you in? Uh, Sheepshead Bay. All right, going old school with it. It's deep in the fucking Brooklyn. I know a couple Sheepshead guys down Bay there. is the uh, what is the old comedy club? Like a million old comics because. Pips. Yeah. All right, guess what? Your nickname's Pips. Congratulations. <laughs> nice. That's a fucking great nickname. That is. David Brenner got to start there. As well as, not Wojo, but who was the comic that did uh, Barney Miller? Uh, Steve Landisberg. Steve Landisberg, I think, started there. Who passed away like a year or two ago. Yeah. You know how he died? No, how? Chinese star right in the neck. Very, very mysterious. Awesome way to go. Uh, where are you living at? I live about an hour north. Hour north of here? Where, where's an hour north? Be the Bronx. Fucking Canada? <laughs> it's close. It's uh, right above Westchester. Was it Nyack? No, it's Putnam County. Putnam. Other side of the river. All right, where's that? Connecticut? <laughs> what the hell happens up you're, there? You're so close. You're so close. <laughs> See, I don't I even understand well, why anybody yeah. would go north of the city. Nice sense. country up there. Fuck yeah, that shit. Is. Above 110th, I question. <laughs> That's Harlem. <laughs> How can you question Harlem? Okay, well then, uh, mm, all right, <laughs> one fifty-four. Right, give her across one hundred and tenth Street. Is the, will be the fucking her new theme song. And where do you live, dude? I'm in New Jersey, in Bergen County. Bergen County. All right, that's fucking happening. <laughs> I know that because one of the people in Grand Jury today resided in Bergen County. One of the witnesses, and that's all I give out of that. Wow, just a taste. So. I can't wait till this is over. I can't. I will just tell you this. You know how they have those department store Santa Clauses? He raped one. Raped one in the ass. Oh, jeez. Oh, been a backlog case. Yeah, it is. Whoa. Well, he's been on the road. I found this out, too. Like, if you know, you're out there for a while, then you get brought in. I can't talk about any of this, though. i got to be careful about all my rapes and murders. <laughs> oh, what a depressing thing it is. <laughs> Well, I like to do I like to do things, but I'm going to be grading you guys since there's three of you now. Uh, what days is everybody working? Um, we Bergen, what really days you work? You know, I haven't worked Monday, it out yet. Monday, Wednesdays. Monday and Wednesdays. Wednesdays and I believe Thursdays. So will we always have two. Hicks? We'll always have two at all times. I I have a feeling these are going to be my favorite interns of all time. Now, do the O and A show have interns? No, they do not. Still. Still. 
incredible. Wow. Another class has gone by. The boycott's on. Oh, we got three. All right. Well, boys, I'm excited to have you here. And I expect big things. And here's what I want tomorrow. I want a piece of comedy out of the three of you. I want you to take them in a production booth and cut a piece of comedy with all three of their voices on it. And from that, this is going to be like one of those cooking shows (laughs) where one of you might be voted off. I don't know how they all work because I never watched past the very early part of any shows, but I know they eventually vote people off. And then you can go to Faraway Island where you might be able to come back again. So it's all very exciting. Someday. All right? And this is the voice. All right. It's good to see you guys. I I like these guys a lot. Thanks for having us on. There's not one you would pick, Julie. Um, if you had to, he has pretty eyes. Oh, and really? Way to go, Pips! <laughs> All right, so Pips would be the guy for you. Uh, All based on an eye thing. Yeah, I guess on the eye thing. All right, pretty eyes. I'm heartbroken. <laughs> well, what do you, you? Your eyes look like fucking piss holes in the snow. You're you got seriously killer eyes. You fucking could be in a lineup right with your eyes. Pretty much why I wear sunglasses all the time. Now, I would have thought. You would have went for this kid because this is the problem with with guys. Because I think he's got a little bit of a girl face, and that's who guys always think is attractive. Anyone who kind of looks like a girl. I guess a lot of girls think that way too. But when I see a guy like Pips, I'm like, well, he'll never get laid. But that's just the opposite. (laughs) I usually get the cue card. Yes, that's girl face. Yeah, that's girl face. Yeah, you're cute. Yeah. And that's how the rest of it can... But but this fucking Brooklyn sheep's head bay is just fucking... It's like he leaves with a hook. He's fucking unloading fucking boats and barges over there. He's the guy for you? I didn't say that. I just said I liked his eyes. And we met before, earlier. Where did you meet? In the booth. Uh, He's also the tallest of them all, too. I think he is. Yeah, I think think I'm like 5'9". Yeah, I think he is. I guess... My eye gravitates towards taller people. <laughs> you know, you should have been here for Kareem the other day. You would have been perfect Jeez. for him. <laughs> That's too tall. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta at least be able to like. Don't hate. I, I gotta be able to like at least like be at chest level. I can't be at belly button level. That's just too much. No, suddenly if you make you feel like a toddler. Much. That actually remember the walking Noah thing. That actually what ended my crush was that he got too tall. He got NBA tall, and then that was it. I couldn't. I don't even know. Oh yeah, yeah. from from Chicago. Yeah. Uh, the the guy who now what did he say? Well, he got fined the fifty thousand yeah. dollars. Uh, and Fez was all mad at him. And then you said you went to school with him and I you did. had a mad crush on him. I had a huge crush. Mega. But uh, and then I got over it after a while. And he didn't dig you back? No, nope, not at all. Not at all. That he is what he calls other <laughs> fucking guys. I didn't look like this. I didn't look like this. What did you look like? All I, buck teeth and elbows and just oh, all I, fucking I weird braces, looking? That's for sure. On your legs? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't a cute girl in school? No, I had braces and my hair was all big and I wore baggy clothes. and I, I was that girl who could you could have thought the whole four years that she was pregnant. The whole four years because my clothes were so baggy and like I wore hoodies every day. Did I want Why? Did... I just had no self-confidence whatsoever. Were you like, in a, I, it sounds like you were an abuse victim. No, I just didn't really, 
Sounds like your uncle abused you. I don't know. I went to school with all these little rich girls, and they had all this money for cute clothes, and I just gave up on shopping when I was at that age, and I was just like, Just became it. like a bag woman. You're yeah. wearing <laughs> fucking socks as gloves yeah, on your fucking... fucking <laughs> I had the hoodie with the holes in it, you know, with the thumb right. holes. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> what is it about young girls where they always try to... Pull their sleeves up over their hands. I have no idea why that is it's so It's very rape. common, though. Yeah, and I still try to do that to this day. Bad manicure? I don't know. It's just your hands. Like, you want to <sighs> keep them covered somehow. I don't know what it is. Sheepy does that. Sheepy's always trying to cover his hands up. Always. All right, so we definitely got pips. I wish one of these guys had long hair and was wearing a hockey shirt. Then we'd have Hippie in a hockey shirt, too. <laughs> He's to upstairs working now. <laughs> He is? Yeah, hippie in a hockey shirt works is here. Is he still work, wearing hockey shirts? No, no, it's, uh, he's giving the whole thing up. Hair's a little shorter. Your honesty level is amazing. It's always right there, 100%. Uh, bachelor number two reminds me of someone, and I can't figure it out, though. Yeah, he reminds me of somebody, too. He reminds me of like an actor, but I can't think of who it we is. We did meet once. Actually, Where? twice before. It was actually at the Rogue Party back in, I think, last year, whenever it was, when Fez was dressed up as Santa Claus. Alright, now what the hell kind of a party? It was the Rogue Party. Uh, it was, the, it, there was a Christmas party. Alright, and oh, this was GVAX? It was GVAX Rogue Party. Alright, uh, alright, so Rogue could play somewhere in your name, I'm not sure. Well, were you, did you have a, a Ron Fez name? I did, it was uh, Spanky Frank. Well, it's perfect. You're spanking Frank. <laughs> Easy we'll enough. never be able to fucking beat that. <laughs> I think I know who he looks like, though, that we know. Who's that? I think he looks like KOP. He does have a little bit of a KOP look, but I hate to say it more attractive. All right, and this guy, I guess we'll just go with Brady for him because he's got a kind of a Brady kid look. Yeah, he does have a Brady. Everybody kid. calls me Alfie. From what? Using my nickname because my full name's Alfredo. Yeah. Well, we don't want to be like everybody else. I'm call you sauce. I'd rather call you Doe. <laughs> um, How about Fredo? <laughs> No, I'm afraid a, of he'll be the third. I'm a, smart, not like they say, but no, no, smart. No, no, no. He was a traitor. No, no, no. No, no, he wasn't a fucking traitor. He loved his brother. He just wanted his own stuff. Hey, come sometimes afraid. he had to have his brother shot. Yeah, him and Mo Green hanging out. How can you be afraid of when we already have a fucking Fredo over here? <laughs> I don't know. You might be the fucking intern with no name. Just the saddest intern we've ever had. The man with no name? Or maybe somebody will earn your name. Or maybe he just gets a number. <laughs> like he was in fucking jail. 17B. I know one thing. All the guys are going to be fucking jealous of Pips and those gorgeous eyes of his. <laughs> He's not going to make it out of the lobby alive. <laughs> I got nothing to say to that. I yeah, don't I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it either. Not at all. Do you guys want to work in radio or do you have real fucking dreams? <laughs> I like to be a, a sound designer. How do you design sound? You just fucking clang something. <laughs> you record it, you mess with it, mess with the effects, and create your own. Intern with no name is a multi-instrumentalist, he was uh, telling me before. Holy shit. Now this changes oh, wow. everything. Yeah. I play guitar, piano, I sing, I play the ukulele. Right, now you're starting to sound like Moby. Now he's fucking Moby. <laughs> yeah. Like little Moby. Whipping out that uke. <laughs> yeah, what, what's the story with you? Because I noticed it's getting more and more popular. You know, uh... The guy from Pearl Jam's done a whole uke fucking album. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I guess it's just uh, a lot of these indie bands are starting to add these instruments to them, like mandolins and ukuleles and fiddles. Well, what band are you into right now? Me? 
Yeah. I'm into a lot of old stuff. Like what? Give me a band. Um, I mean, how old are we going? Cavemen? <laughs> no. Nirvana. <laughs> I, I love the Stones. Yeah. Uh, ACDC was the first band that made me want to pick up an instrument. And that was a ukulele. You fucking <laughs> love it. Seriously, you love this so much. Uh, Angus Duck Walk on the uke. Um, I kind of like this kid. I like all. I like all of them. Really, I like them too. I like them too. They all have a. Now you feel bad about what you did. Yeah, now I pitch. feel really bad. Why did yeah, everybody now? Seriously, you got Spanky Franks feeling like you in high school, where like he doesn't feel like he fits in. Oh, Spanky Franks, that's not true. I always feel like an outcast. What, you didn't even have a boyfriend when you were in high school? No, I didn't have a boyfriend. Well, I did, but it was uh, I met him in Brazil when I was on vacation, so it was like this long distance. No one believes you. <laughs> no, nobody believed any but anything I said. But I did kind of have a thing in high school. He didn't take me seriously. Though. What do you mean by? I noticed you'll say you have things. Well, instead he of, didn't really. We didn't really like go out we you know messed around all the time and then he would go and mess around with half of my student class <laughs> I guess. all right so you were like you would just come over knock on your door and more like i would go over and knock on his door oh, God. <laughs> and that would be the like you'd be like this thing we have a secret don't let anybody else see me with you uh no i actually was the one that did that because i didn't want to i'm so stupid guys I mean, girls can be so fucking retarded sometimes. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> um, I actually used to say to him, I don't want anybody knowing because then they're going to know I'm dating you and they're going to want to compete. And then I don't want that. So it was just like in the beginning, I was just like, go ahead, do whatever the fuck you want to do. Because then I get to come, you know, you know, come. <laughs> so, you know, I saw this on your Twitter not too long ago where you said you would have no problem with a man who cheats. No, I have no problem with that. I'm uh, fine with the Don Draper. You can go ahead and do whatever the hell you yeah, want. Yeah, this Dip was a Don Draper well. thing. Yeah. Now, what is it about that that works for you? I just, I don't care that much, yeah. I guess. And especially, like, it's the whole coming back to me thing. If you're just going to come back to me anyway, why should I care, you know? It's in kind of male nature to do that, and I don't see why that's such a huge problem. See, here's the interesting thing. That gives you all the power. Because everybody fucking, when when you talk like that, then we're like... What, that seems like confidence and you're like yeah I want to be with that girl that's confident because no one wants to be with the jealous girl yeah I, I'm like I've always had a problem with like jealousy jealousy was more of like an emotional thing like yeah. where you have that emotional connection and that that's kind of like you get jealous of that if somebody takes that away from me like I would just go insane but if it's sort of like the physical part that that has no so, bearing. So, sex is fine, but you don't want them doing crossword puzzles and yeah, listening to Van Morrison. Yeah, like reading news articles in the bed together and like watching TV <laughs> or Making Netflix. fun of people. Like, fucking, I would be so pissed. <laughs> as long as it's just sex. Yeah, as long as it's like in now, and out. Does you agree with that? Yeah, I'm... You would, you would be more comfortable? I'm, I'm kind of on board with that because I would want to be that person's best friend i would want to be the person they want to hang out and do that stuff with so that that would really i think hurt it, me. it takes a lot of the pressure off too and the sex would be great if they didn't have sex with you right because that's the part that scares you oh well, that yeah that that <laughs> totally terrifies me so that's, that's kind of my favorite part but you know that's everybody's favorite part <laughs> so um so you would rather that happened yeah i i would i wouldn't be able to complain in that situation 
I would kind of. I think I would actually be relieved a little bit. I mean, I would want the. I would want the person to live with me, mm-hmm. you know, and be my significant other. But yeah, I think that it might actually be a relief. But here's the thing. I think with you. It would probably be less annoying to, to blow you than sit there and try to talk to you for a couple hours. <laughs> that that would be fucking worse. Just be like, oh, I don't know, just mouth fuck me so I don't have to keep fucking he- hearing the DA. <clears throat> this is turning things around. Yeah. Brazilian Julie's leading a fucking Don Draper revolution. <laughs> I am. Ever since I started watching that show and every, like... I guess that's kind of like the whole thing about it is like he's cheating on his wife and it's socially unacceptable in that era especially. You know now they're ripping that show off with two new shows. They're doing, uh, I think it's Pan Am, Pan American. And then the Playboy Club. And they're both the same exact eras. Oh, my god! Same exact gimmicks. They can't. They can't do They can't. They can't do Draper's yesterday's news, baby. No. They're fucking hitting them both sides. <laughs> that John Hamm is way too handsome. Now, Hicks, would you be fine with your chick if she just went out and had affairs? Uh, no, I wouldn't. I think the pretty much relationship would end if that would happen. Yeah, I don't want to fucking sleep with other people. But you, the, people you have no problem going out being buddies with people. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. So you would be okay... If she did crossword puzzles and listen to Van Morrison. Yeah, somebody. sure. Enjoy Van Morrison. I don't care. So do I. Maybe invite me next time. Uh, you are, seriously, you're fucking Earth 2 Brazilian Julie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like Argentine and fucking Joey. <laughs> now, that's the weirdest thing. So you don't care who she's best buddies with. No. She can be offense. talking on the phone, texting back and forth. Sure. Yeah, I don't care. But isn't there the fear that the sex could lead to a more serious thing? The sex could lead to something more serious. What's more serious than sex? More sex? Snuff. (laughs) I've heard that kissing can be more powerful than sex. Who'd you hear that from? A lot of fucking guys. A lot of people. (laughs) That's really good. (laughs) What people are saying, what is more powerful... There. So you're saying there was this documentary I saw on HBO on the on these lives of porn stars, and they said that they're completely fine th- with the sex, but they don't know that they don't think that they should be kissing people, right? Because porn stars are like abused, damaged, fucking doll babies. It's sad. Destroyed. Fuck but no, I know exactly. I've had porn stars say the same exact thing because they want to act like. Fucking is nothing. They're just like, oh, yeah, I took it from the ass of 18 guys, but it didn't matter because that's just work. <laughs> and what are they going to say? But now, do you agree with that, uh, Julie? I mean, I can see where those girls are coming from because somehow you have to like separate the two. Like, they have a job in which their sexual life and their professional life meet. So, in some way, they have to divide that because. Obviously, you can't always mix business and personal. So I, I agree with that in some way. That if I see rarely see porns where they're like making out and it looks like right, you know, it usually looks very out of place. So I, I don't, I don't really like seeing that in my pornography. You don't like, like to see them kiss. No. You know what? I don't like to see them do act. That's <laughs> yeah, the worst. That Skip the fucking bullshit. <laughs> the, this is what has really went wrong in that entire industry. None of them can act. And that they're so fucking tatted up now yeah. that you can't believe that they're a psychologist or a fucking <laughs> schoolgirl or whatever lies they act like they're doing. My favorite is like the either the 
the the the secretary that is just her tits are just pop and the nurse that right. yes i go to a nurse and she looks just like that tiny <laughs> little skirt and her titties are all out and then before they even like <laughs> never wears the, panties before they even set it up she's already like pulling at herself and you're like easy <laughs> easy let there just be a little seduction let the fucking scene breathe <laughs> I just Where's the cock? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, give it to me. They just have to skip that part. Just yeah, skip it. And then what I fucking hate too is in any porn acting where they just repeat a line because they don't know what to say. <laughs> like, you ready for some of this? You mean some of that? Just, <laughs> come on. I need you to fucking get your fucking hat on and be in here. But it's amazing. It's amazing that none of these fucking... Porn actresses will take some classes at Upright Citizens Brigade and try to fucking figure out how to grab some reality. And the worst is when they try to act during the sex, which oh, is just titties. fantastic. Oh, God. Just fucking terrible. I think I was watching one the other day, and she just had a speech prepared during the whole... She's just getting railed. <laughs> yeah, the only thing they could really perform is a rape. When they're, like, really violent with each other, you're, like, thinking to yourself, oh, they're really doing that. Now this is fucking serious. Finally. He just smacked her. <laughs> Uh, he just shoved a t-shirt in her mouth to shut her up. She's going to be pissed after this. <laughs> that would be really funny if they would just fucking keep the camera over like when they're done and just to have them sit around and go, I don't know, I think I went a little too fucking far there. Serious. <laughs> you fucking almost choked me with your dick. <laughs> I think people would love that. What the fuck was that? <laughs> they say, you know, they. I, I'm sure... That all the time they're going, you can't fucking work with him. He's just a fucking animal. <laughs> and he just thinks that spitting on his hand somehow fucking sets this up. It's terrible. <laughs> well, I don't know how we went there from your Don Draper. I know, right? <laughs> your Don Draper, seriously, your Don Draper isn't. Now, this is the surprising thing, Hicks, because I don't know whether you follow her on Twitter, but I, this is a different kind of confidence that I've seen in you. Because I have seen you before. Oh, I don't get a call back, so there's no sun, uh, you know, and you're all upset for three days. <laughs> I think that I, I react in different circumstances, I guess. I like, I'm a, you know, you put me in a certain situation, I'm going to have to make a decision and choice how to act. So a lot of the times I don't make the wisest choice. I do let my emotions get caught up in that whole business, but it's usually because of the emotional thing. It's never hmm. because of he's nailing somebody I don't really care about that it's just like you're not you, you don't you don't you know you don't like me <laughs> you don't like you me need to be, you, <laughs> you need to like, be liked yeah you don't yeah, want to you don't want to you don't want to come back to high school again yeah exactly where you were just that fucking nobody <laughs> yeah. girl that walked around in a fucking unmade bed yep. just looked like an old blanket with sneakers <laughs> at the bottom container. looking fucking down converse. when people walk by <laughs> Noah comes fucking swinging by with the cheerleaders and fucking talking about are you going to prom <laughs> oh, God. when did you start to realize that you were pretty um in after my freshman year of college that's when people just start to say you're i got a job and uh -huh. i had money and then my friend and i we went to bloomingdale's together because he forced me to go buy makeup and then i went to the mat counter and that's how it all sort of started he was they told me how to do it and then I went home and I just started wearing makeup and buying dresses and shoes and all that kind of stuff. It just happened. So that 
at that point you became like the swan yeah like yeah. a little brazilian swan yeah. like a little brown <laughs> swan that's just all happy in life Finally spread its wings <laughs> hicks when did you fucking figure out that you were too fucking hip for everybody else i mean we always like that or <laughs> pretty much came out the womb baby <laughs> Says smoking he is one of the few people to smoke in delivery marble lights at see, that at that point, right? <laughs> see, Hicks is one of those people because his early life was so fucking disgusting. Any day is good to him now. <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, yeah, drinking helps. Yeah, you're you're gonna end up in rehab, buddy. Probably. I already did a stand out patient, but that's not real rehab. Well, the fact that you didn't see it, I mean, you still don't think that. What if you were told you were dying? Oh, would I be cured if I wasn't? Fuck! If I if I went to the fucking yeah. rehab, I guess I'd. How old would I be now? I'd be told now. Yes. Yeah, maybe I might do it, but yeah, I'd be some serious thinking. Hex, <laughs> listen to your breathing. You're dying. Yeah, I know. You are fucking dying. I wake up wheezing a lot of times. The Marlboro Reds aren't helping, but I still like. No, them. really. Yeah, yeah, seriously though. That surprises me. There must be something wrong with them. <laughs> Send me more, I guess. Twelve twenty one Avenue of the Americas. New York, New York, Chris Stanley. <laughs> Thanks for having that available quickly. Sometimes it takes an hour back before you get that fucking uh, call. All right, we're going to break here. It's all new interns. I like them all. First, if I had to say first day's impressions, though, goes to the guy who came in third with the water pips <laughs> because he was first in Julie's heart. Congrats, Thank man. you. So even though, like... I see you doing really bad work. It looks like the women are going to enjoy you. Every woman has different tastes. <laughs> why do you? Why do you? Why can't you just let these other guys know well, that I'm they're not fucking? Maybe, maybe they're just seriously. They're never going to get laid. <laughs> no, they are just be honest. No, they're yes, get just laid. be honest right now. No, they can get laid. Well, Frank. Now, do you remember who we used to call the lonely guy? Yes, 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 I do. Who's that? Photoshop, Mike. Photoshop Mike engaged. Whoa. Wow. That's crazy. That's, engaged. What's happened quickly? Wow. Yeah. Holy shit. Congratulations. Yeah, Mike. he wrote me the other day. That's so awesome. that kinda that kind of shows that anybody, you know, can turn that thing around because he used to feel bad about it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Now look at him. Congratulations. He's all up in it. So sorry, ladies. You had your chance. He's off the fucking market. That's right. One less. So fish. beat it. It'd be a wonderful <laughs> zombie wedding. <laughs> Boy, that whole uh, weirdness of fish, too, that fucking, he was so mad at me. That craze was so mad at me because I said oh, there was God. no more fish in the water for him, which I don't even remember. And I didn't remember fucking duck when Jay Moore yelled it out. <laughs> I just don't remember what happens on this fucking show. We can play fucking duck later if you like. I, I, I want to come back with it. All right, it's 15 minutes. I got 15 to kill. Will do. Well, you know what? I don't think I can get back today. By the end of this show. Oh. Uh, when I normally go live, yeah, there's some very big grand jury things going on. Oh, it's kind of exciting. Yeah. But no, no details, right? I mean, um, taste of it. I'll just say this. Oh. Fucking, it, it just involves 11 dead kids that were found in the fucking cellar. I don't think that's given away. <laughs> 11 dead kids were found in a common cellar. <laughs> I, think, I think that's a lot of details. <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> I didn't know. Let's just say something happened to a maid then. <laughs> but the whole thing doesn't really matter what it is.
the important thing is this, is I'm taking care of it for you, the American citizen. Sleep. Sleep. Because Ronnie B is on the job. It's Hope really appreciated. Thank you, Ronnie B. You know, can I tell you something, Mrs. Draper? <laughs> I am so fucking happy. You know, and I wish that I could have ignored you when you were in high school. I wish I could act like, shut up, gangly girl. <laughs> and then now I had to eat my words. I know. That would have been a nice thing. Um, I guess a few people have told me that were friends with me at the in that time that I'm still friends with that what, I don't they look at me and they're like you're completely different I would love to see but <laughs> seriously I'd love to see your ugly pictures oh, I don't have any I probably I have nothing documented of that era nothing from when you were in skank shift nothing I nothing <laughs> I don't even think I remember I have the hoodie I kept mm. the hoodie everything else is gone I don't have any photos I have no recollection of what I look like. My parents don't have photos. The school burned to the ground. Yeah. Did you have, did you have the a big fantasy there life? Um, what do you mean? Like, were you always dreaming of a better oh, life? Oh, yeah, definitely. I think I still do that. I'm very, I have, I have vandalist. I need to, like, always think of, like, the other side of the grass, which is way greener than this side. Holy shit. <laughs> See, I'm the same way, though. I, I like to think about other lives. I fantasize all the time about different everything like i look at people on the street and i imagine myself being that person for a couple minutes just like being in that life like envisioning the world through their eyes see i don't see any other way to live but that and then you bring that up to people but i think that's why i'm able to do interviews because i think the same exact way and here's what normally happens i'll think oh yeah oh oh wait how does that one thing work and then i ask them that yeah, <laughs> you know what i mean exactly and they're like holy you've given this a lot of thought i'm like yeah for 30 seconds <laughs> your life isn't all that fucking spectacular i couldn't figure it out like that <laughs> yeah like human beings are not very different from each other like we all have the same needs and wants and well, you know the only human beings that aren't alike are the whites and blacks. They're completely <laughs> totally different. Yeah, totally different. <laughs> but I, I kind of feel like um, everybody, you, you, you can feel that sort of compassion for everybody, and that's well. It's weird though because I talk to a lot of people, and they like they tell me when they lay in bed at night, they re go over their day, and they think, I wish they would have said. Oh, and yeah. I never do that. I'm just like, fuck, it's behind me. I don't give a shit. It happens a lot when I come here that when I go home and I'm like, I'll sit down and I'll be like, oh shit, I should have said that or I should have said that. or I should have been so funny. Yeah, I should have been so funny. I should have had more jokes. Um, but that's the only real time I get to do that or when I actually leave class because I have a lot of opinions when I get into a classroom. Do you ever... Uh do you ever say this to yourself when you get home at night? I should have said, no, Ron, this time you fuck a duck. <laughs> That's what I should have said. <laughs> I, I don't know where he got I've that never from. Done I it. don't remember that. I, I don't either, but as you remember and Hicks remembers. I remember fuck a duck. See, a lot of times I'm very tired in here during the show. I know. I know. You're a brave man, Ronnie. Well, if brave is like... Facing every single fear that the world has, then yeah, I yeah. guess I am brave. Yeah, yeah, I didn't even <laughs> think it that way. Um, but I actually on the grand jury. I'm not even allowed to talk about this. But if there's somebody who's murdered somebody and they have a gun, I always go, I put the gun down. Now go for it, fucking now, motherfucker. <laughs> go for it now. A fucking challenge. Like yeah, like like it was an old cowboy movie. 
You know, that's the way it fucking should be. You know? Just have it out Just fast. Like, yeah. What are you going to do now, buddy? What? So, <laughs> your, your way of uh, is like Obama should have been the one who killed Osama. That would have been like the perfect world for you. We can't talk about that here, Running Bee. Why is that? Because we're going to take away from the, the the courage and the spectacular heroism that went down that day. You know what? There is. We even, can't talk about that here. There is not even such a thing as SEALs <laughs> Team 6. Not, not Not officially. You know why he didn't do it, though, you know? Well, but uh, yes, I would have loved that if Obama himself went down there and took care of business, came back, photo and all. <laughs> then if that happened, though, probably Mike Tyson would be our president. We, were like, we would just be like, who do you think is the baddest ass we could have right now? It would literally turn into idiocracy. <laughs> we're there anyway. I know we are. We are fucking there anyway. We are in the anyway. fast road. Yeah. And I actually, I brought it up to one of my classmates, and she didn't know what it was, and I was like, oh my God. This is this is it. We've reached it. It's okay. You don't have to watch it. I think we uh, officially reached it yesterday when Fez was debating the guy from Pro Wrestling Torch <laughs> whether if Macho Man was the greatest of all time. <laughs> Two fucking middle-aged guys just fucking really wanting to say who's the best wrestler ever. All right, we got a break right now. Um, we'll be right back. And welcome, by the way, boys. You're all good kids. Two of you will pass. All Two right. of you will get passing grades. I have a good feeling about this. Pressure's I, on. Uh, right now, you're in third place, Bank. This is really, really bad. Yeah. <laughs> and that's only for bringing up the road Christmas party. Did GVAC, was that the one that GVAC threw? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, good call. All right, right back, Ron Fesho. The Rod and Fesho. On the virus. Serious XM.
the capital of every ghetto town. Let me sing it. Across a hundred and dead street, Pimps trying to catch a woman that's weak. Across a hundred and dead street, Wishes won't let the junkie go free. Bobby Womack, across 110th Street. That's uh, going out to a Brazilian Julie, who says she can't feel comfortable <laughs> with what she calls upstate. And that's yeah. across 110th Street. Now, that, of course, was from the movie uh, Across 110th Street. But what other movie, Fess? Uh, Superfly. Uh, Quentin Tarantino film. Quentin Tarantino film. Hicks, you got an answer? Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown. Be, uh, started it and I believe ended the film. Yep. Um, all right, uh, Brazilian Julie hanging out with us today, and also Fez Watley. And Fez, you say you're having a good day today after talking with Jay Moore and rebuilding a friendship. Hey, it's good to have Jay back in my life, Jay and Nikki. Okay. <laughs> uh, um, e Harmony is claiming that guys like women. Hold on, E Harmony is a real person. <laughs> E-Harmony, the dating service. Well, how do they claim something? Well, they're putting it out as a company, as a company statement. Mm, okay. So they're saying that... Guys do like women. <laughs> and you know why? Why is that? Born that way. <laughs> like Lady Gaga says. So they're saying that guys like women who have a guy's sense of humor... Whether it be sarcastic or well, that's a, this juvenile. Is a, all right, first of all, this is an interesting thing. Oh, okay, we're doing that, Lady Gaga. Uh, who said that a sense of humor should, you know, have a sexual thing? I don't, you know what I mean? I don't, is there really a guy sense of humor or a girl sense of humor? I always thought, you know, like locker room humor would be considered a guy's sense of humor. Right, but did you see Bridesmaids? No. You know, those... The, yeah, those girls talk like that, too. Yeah, this is, uh, I think, kind of an old-school thing to act like girls are... I, you know, I don't even know if anyone ever says anything like, watch your language, there's a lady here. That would almost be fucking bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> in the year 2011. It's only when you're cursing at their lady. <laughs> yeah, right. That. Like, don't. And even then, she's like, "What the fuck are you standing up for me for?" <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know if we. I mean, if you watch Saturday Night Live, uh, I don't know whether there's, you know, the girl sketches are all that different from a guy sketch. No, I don't, I don't, I don't see that. Quite frankly, I always thought that the what was always considered like women, uh, I always thought were better writers. You know, like humorous, like it's easier for women to sit down and write stuff where a guy uh, historically would do stand up. But if you're watching people act like I don't would you say Cal Burnett or Lucille Ball did girls humor? No, no, neither one. Yeah, yeah I there mean, was... I think they just did humor. Yeah. So what would you think of? And yes, I think that you want to be around a woman that enjoys humor as much as a woman wants a guy who enjoys humor. What you don't want 
is to be with someone who doesn't have a sense of humor and then thinks that they do. Yeah. And that's <laughs> horrible. That's always the worst. <laughs> Did you ever be around that person who goes, you know, and like my like they don't get my kind of humor? And you're like, yeah, probably no one does, dude, because yeah, you're not, not funny. funny. <laughs> you know, if that whole thing, if people aren't getting you, it's because you're just not funny. Agreed. Because there's very few people uh, that are funny that there's not things that they can't get away with, you know? Well, that's why the people who aren't funny and then also try to take it online where it's written out, that's even worse than them trying to be humorous vocally. I don't know. To me, a fucking a line dies anywhere. It doesn't matter where it is. Yeah. It just fucking dies. I guess if you're writing it, then they can't hear it not working. You know, but you know when you're not fucking funny. <laughs> you fucking have to know this. It's got to fucking be there. But there's always that, you know, I even have those friends who are just like, I'm fucking hilarious and telling jokes all the time. And you're just like, it's okay. I, but that's, <laughs> the, that's like insanity. Like those people who go on American Idol at the beginning of the season. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, I think I'm fucking ready to rock this thing. You're like, you don't know you can't sing. I mean, if you don't know you can't sing, then you don't have any appreciation for music. If you think you're fucking good. just. <laughs> There's no sense of self there. <laughs> and some of these people. You know, I had a fucking uh, stand-up club, and Monday nights would be the open mic night, and people would say, uh, they would come in, and they would do this fucking horrendous fucking set, and I'd be, you know, for five minutes. But those five minutes would feel like two hours. <laughs> so then they would get off and fucking come over to me and say, well, what do you think? And I go, what do you mean what I think? You fucking were there. You fucking don't need to ask me. And like some of these people, they're just like, I just love fucking, you know, comedians. Like, I like this comedian. That. I go, well, then why don't you just watch them, man? Just yeah. have a blast. <laughs> just sit there and crack up. But you don't have to fucking be that. You know, you don't have to say, now I want to do what they're doing. Just someone's got to be in the audience. Enjoy it. I just love the people that kind of like, like throw the blame like would throw the blame on the room like oh this room is horrible yeah (laughs) (laughs) no i will say this there's some pretty shitty fucking rooms out there there are but some unfunny fucking people in audiences too uh what is a girl's sense of humor where's the harmony going with this fez well it's uh it's weird because they kept saying things that were guy sense of humor but not really saying what a girl said they say i don't think it is i mean i don't know if if something's funny I never would have thought of myself, like Sarah Silverman, right? Mm. I would never think, boy, that would be funnier if a guy was saying it. Now, I have heard this from women. Well, they say to me, Sarah Silverman only gets away with that because she's pretty. And I've decided I don't buy that argument. I don't think I buy that. I used to buy that argument, but I don't buy it anymore just because she does say things that are just fucking anybody comes up with this you'll be like what the fuck where what you're seeing everything from a different angle so i don't feel like that like you said it's not a a gender type humor she just knows how to use the humor of her gender right like that that's i think that's what the key is there that she knows how to yeah there is some truth to that like she can bring it a thing where just like a black comic can fucking come from a different angle than a white comic yeah just on the fact that they've lived something that you know differently and they could just fucking represent it to people you're right a woman can do the same thing 
And that's what's really fucking funny. When someone fucking says something that you had never thought of before and went, oh shit, really? Is that, <laughs> yeah. is that the way that fucking works? Uh, <laughs> what, when did eHarmony start to know everything about fucking humor? Yeah, I'm curious. I guess they did a uh, survey on this with their, they had uh, women. Well, they do a lot of fucking surveys online, huh? Oh, yeah. Where they had women, I guess, posting jokes or humorous things, and they went to see, they saw how me- who got the most responses from guys. Whose profile got the most responses? That's the stupidest shit I've ever heard in my life. I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're going to fucking respond to the person you still want to fuck on an eHarmony site. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. Because I will tell you this, people are like, um. Oh, she's a funny woman. So guys will like her. Not necessarily. <laughs> no, that's the. <laughs> that's my favorite part about Arrested Development with the little girl, and they are like, she must be so funny because <laughs> she was just <laughs> bland. <laughs> it was also they said that the the responses, the least responses that guys put out there were to women who did political humor. But there's. Well, how many funny political humorists are there? I mean, if you get past, like, Jon Stewart, it's it's fucking small potatoes. Yeah. You're like, then you're going into, like, Bill Maher land, and that, that's a little too far. But even Bill Maher is at the fucking pinnacle of people yeah. who do that. You know, you know, there's anyone who gets out there and does that shit, and you're like, come on, dude. Your whole act has to be this? Oh, then, there, then there is Colbert, who does the opposite Jon Stewart. Colbert, I'll tell you the it's truth. It's not even... I had no idea anybody could pull off what Colbert has done this last couple of years. I don't know how he's been able to keep that character going. On the women and pol- uh, political humor, nothing was bigger in the past two years than Tina Fey's Sarah Palin impression. Yeah. So I couldn't agree Now, would you have called that. that girl humor, though? No. But it was a girl doing an impression of another girl. Right, yeah. So what was it if not girl humor? I think it was political humor. It was... See, there's no... Uh, the fucking... The fact is, though, if something's funny, it's fucking funny. Yeah. I don't know how you can divide funny like that. <clears throat> Compartmentalize funny. I think it should be divided by race. <laughs> I really think it should. Race and gender. Like, everything <laughs> should be race and gender. <laughs> different comedy clubs for different um, people. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Well, I guess Al Franken... Was considered a political humorist, and you're yeah. just like, Stop oh, and Louis Black as well. You think? Yeah, I think. See, I see him as he had a lot of politics in his. Yeah, humor. but uh, the funny thing about him is the emotion. Yeah, and he could be funny about anything. I guess there was Dennis Miller, but that was so long ago. Now, and I think now he has given up the humor part of it, and he's yeah. just doing like political radio although people have told me oh he has a right wing radio show i don't know where it plays i've never heard it i've never heard it i heard he's got 200 channels or something but i haven't heard i know that he does uh what's his name show every once in a while the fox news guy um whoever the big guy is hannity no No. o'reilly o'reilly yeah And Riley just is like, Miller's going to be on here this week. Starts talking like him. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> <I> Bob lo- <laughs> I love that when you mention him, you just have to start talking. <laughs> yeah, Miller. <laughs> I used to love that show, though. I don't know what. I was a child watching that, and I just loved it. I, his about TV it. show? Yeah, on HBO back in the day with the... 
When they fucking rock the show with everybody wants to rule the world, yeah, the one that fucking pop up. The world, yeah. That's a great opening. That he was, was playing pool. He had a great opening and a great closing for that show. I always thought. What was the closing? I don't even remember. He used to do this bit where it was like, it was kind of like, it reminds me of the bit Bill Maher does now at the end of his show where he's just kind of making fun of like random, really random stuff. New rules? Yeah, like new rules, but it was totally different. It was, it was really cool. I don't exactly remember. I was a little young, but. Look, Cha-Cha, we're coming up with some new rules. <laughs> hey, Bubble <laughs> All right, Copernicus, let's get this down. Everybody thinks they can do a Dennis Miller. And not even Dennis Miller can't. <laughs> not anymore. Hey, this is a badass opening. Brazilian Julie, how do you feel about a man in uniform? Is that an instant attraction? <laughs> Where did that come from? Uh, <laughs> It's Fleet Week. That's where that came from. Oh. <laughs> hey, that guy makes $18,000 a year. <laughs> I don't like it because I don't like authority. Like, I don't like authority like figures that. in general. Like, I feel like I have to always combat against that. I don't know why. I've always been, like, like you know, the whole cops thing. And I like the firemen. I think firemen are really cute. But I think that's a New York City fireman thing. I don't think that... that you don't like an Iowa fireman? I don't... I've never seen them. I know firemen in Brazil are hideous. And I saw some firemen in Europe and they were really hideous too. Firemen are considered gr- uh, porn for girls. Yeah, they're kind of like really attractive. But they're the coolest ones. They have to like keep in shape and they live where they work and it's like... But here's the problem with flexing that. and... <laughs> like, but, here's the, but here's the deal. When's the last time you saw those guys put out a fucking fire? You just never see buildings on fire anymore. I do. So what did they do? My house. <laughs> oh, your house? Fire. <laughs> you don't have all the fucking water things? Uh, no, I don't. We live in an old house, and uh, one of the rooms uh, set fire a couple years ago, and uh, literally there were two firemen saving my house, and then the rest of them were outside just chatting and like looking and pointing. <laughs> I didn't really understand what was going on. Were you outside in your pajamas and holding on to your cat? You know, my albums are in there. (laughs) Did you at least have a smoke alarm? Um, Not in my room. That's why I couldn't hear anything at the time. My room was, like, separate from the rest of the house. And my neighbors were, like, pounding on my door like your house is on fire. And I was half naked because it was summer. And (laughs) it was just really a bad day. The problem with the smoke alarm is you will get rid of yours right after you cook bacon the first time. You're just like, I'm not going to fucking keep this. Every time I cook bacon, I got to fucking hear this bullshit. Rip that shit out the wall. Fuck it. Yeah. It's there to protect you, but you get so annoyed at it. You don't get annoyed with a seatbelt. Yes, you do. I hate a fucking seatbelt. I despise the seatbelt. I I want to fucking be comfortable. I miss the good old days where I could ride in, in the passenger seat like my... My mom usually drives me around. My dad used to cut ours out with a fucking knife as soon as he got a new car. And then they had that new fucking thing. But even now, I won't wear a fucking seatbelt. Well, two times I went through windshields. I wasn't wearing a fucking seatbelt either time. Ronnie B, don't ever do that again. What are you going to do? I can't. What am I going to do? Fucking sit around? I might end up choking to death with that seatbelt in. <laughs> I hate that fucking thing. But no, I, I don't. I don't. I see some of the fleet guys, and then some of them are kind of cute. And I like the white. Uniform? 
I think that's that's becoming for the sailors. Yeah, yeah. I think they made a. I, I think they made a fucking problem when they got rid of the bell bottoms. Uh, yeah, I don't like the way that they hem the pants now too. That's it's a, the Stupid. hemming's a little different, and I don't like that. And I don't know what happened here. They don't get as drunk as they used to. No, they don't. They really, really don't. I thought it was like, you know, I went out the other night and there were a bunch of them in a bar, and I just these were the best behaving soldiers I know. I've ever seen. They're almost like nerdy. Hey, by the way, Hicks. Yes. Uh, Jerry won the Emmy Lou Harris CD signed from RBI. Yeah, it was sent out. Uh, hasn't received it yet. All right, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Check your records and get back to me. I will. I was asking about the uniforms because men we- Men's Warehouse had a thing that says that women falling for a man in uniform is just a myth. It is just, I think that's just a myth. I think it depends too because, like I said, it's an authority thing. Like, if you like that kind of strong, I think it's kind of like the position of power sort of thing, which I don't really like. The, the uniform thing? Yeah. Where, you know. I still think. <laughs> If you have to wear a uniform, it's still kind of stupid. Because, like, even the cops, you can't wait to be a detective and not wear the uniform. Yeah. Yeah. Or be in, like, street clothes like they are here in New York. (laughs) The only uniform that really looks good is the one that a priest wears. Uh, Yeah, that is kind of a good uniform. (laughs) Because you're kind of like like Dracula. Come in for one second. Come in for one second. Yeah. Well, the priest uniform is all black. It's very slimming. I like the... I want you to come in. I know you're busy today, but one day, set it up and come in and do the show with us while you got to do all this recorded stuff. And are you on your way to prom tonight? I mean, you're in a long... All right, good. All right, there's Jennifer. Hi, I'm Julie. This is Brazilian Julie. She's from Brazil. I've heard you. I'm going to get ready for my prom now. Okay. All right, I'll set it up. Bye-bye, honey. I didn't know. What, what did you email me about? <laughs> yeah, we're never going to be on that thing where we start and call each other names. Save that fucking from Pete. Uh, I was going to say Pete Barbuti, but that can't be possibly it. Yeah, talk to you later. What's his name? Pete Dominic. Yeah, Pete Barbuti was a fucking comic from the jazz era. Wow, she's stunning. I've yeah, seen, you like I've her? Seen, I've seen their show. I like their show. And... She's stunning. No, you won't be seeing that show no more. <laughs> yeah. That's two of the eight. Um, yeah, she's adorable. But this whole, you know, I wrote to you, so you have to fucking write back. I don't get that. <laughs> uh. I don't get that at all. It's a little too familiar. The whole, like, hey, <laughs> dick wad. Easy with that fucking... Tommy Z's fucking thing. I, I like a little formality in my life. <laughs> Just a little, right? Yeah. I don't. <laughs> I don't need to act like, hey, we all go to the same eighth grade cl- class. <laughs> I'm like Higgs. I'm all about being a gentleman. Well, uh, yeah, gentlemanly. That's what the way to be. You could be. If we were uh, in fucking England, they'd knight you one day, kid. Oh, fuck. they would knight you. They would. Yeah, you should come with next patriot or something. Go over there, get that knight knighting. I all, I'm all for getting rid of your citizenship. Oh. <laughs> I can fucking do it down grand jury. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, you got a lot of power down there. It's right there. there. Well, we are, you know, I have been sworn in. We're actually, uh, you know, I guess I'm an officer of the court right now. So, that's, so I got that going for me. You got a gun? I always got a gun. 
I'm never far away from a gun. <laughs> really? Like, are you right now? Like, yeah, I'm never more than three feet away. I've hidden a couple guns in here. Oh Jesus! You got to be safe. Safety first. Safety first, or even seriously, as long if everyone else is dead, I can finally sit down and relax and have a sandwich, <laughs> thinly sliced ham. <laughs> Yeah, please, as thin as possible. That's what I tell the guy at the meat counter. As thin as possible, sir, please. But with 99% of the people telling that, why do they still have to be told? That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. Because the fucking thing should be set to this like, goddamn paper thing. Who no are you, Jimmy it. two times? Where you're fucking repeating now? Am I? Christ. Where are you going to get the papers? Get the papers? <laughs> but seriously, telling the fucking thin ham thing is like going to the gas station saying, now I want my gas inside the tank. Not out on the fucking trunk. <laughs> that would be fucking great. Just start to pour the gas in someone's trunk. And then they're I'll like, what? Them. Oh, you wanted in? Oh, I didn't know where you were taking it. But then maybe you were taking it home with you. <laughs> Why didn't you fucking say? It's nice and soaked up now. What's your problem? <laughs> Here, huff, huff some of this. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, Yale University has this thing and the uniforms can remind me of everything because of hating authority i hate a frat the fucking frat that the president was part of at one time president bush former president has been kicked out for five years like the fucking animal house <laughs> this is what they were fucking chanting at women uh at the women's no dorms no means yes yes means anal <laughs> Why? Why are you encouraging them, Brazilian Julie? Oh, that's great. No, it's not. <laughs> My name is Jack. I'm a necrophiliac. I fuck dead women and fill them with my semen. That's wordy. Now, here's what I don't understand. It's quite a chance. This is Yale. I mean, you're not at fucking University of Wisconsin. <laughs> yes, some fucking corn-fed school with a bunch of fucking kids fresh off the turnip truck. This is supposed to be our best and brightest. Apparently not. They're all dicks. It all just boils down to it. Because I thought, like, fr no frats have, like, other chapters in other schools and whatnot. Yeah, yeah they're, they're all scumbags. Uh, Todd Phillips, director of The Hangover and Hangover 2, actually had a, a documentary for HBO about frats where he, like, um, exposed them or whatever. It never aired because he got sued by the frats. <laughs> I just showed what dicks they are and how the hazing is just the, the creepiest, dare I say, gayest stuff. It goes down. It is disgustingly gay. Hazing is absolutely gay. Yep. I, I don't agree. care what any frat will say. Oh, no, you have to earn your right to be in here. By blowing each other. Yeah, by yeah. showing you my balls. Shrug my cum. Then you're my best friend. <laughs> Hicks, you're the only one who plays this as part of the Animal House thing. What's wrong with this at the end? Come on, stick to the credits, people. Everybody would go to shout. But here you get to hear about the characters of the film in this one. <laughs> That's true. I don't understand the hazing. Like, I don't... What does that... What does that mean? What does that get you? Like, an erection? What is it supposed to be? <laughs> Here's the weirdest hazing thing. You ever see that Spike Lee thing, School Days? No, I didn't That see is that. the weirdest hazing scenes ever. Uh, but yeah, well, like... Hey, we're going to break you down so you can stay here. It doesn't make... 
like I I don't even get the breaking you down to build like that's an that's an army thing. Why would you? That doesn't even work in. College. That's also homoerotic. <laughs> that whole. All you guys are going to fucking sleep in the same room in your underwear. Yeah, fucking uh, answer, call me sir and shit. Well, let's play an S&M game then. <laughs> They're going to make you snore Viagra. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, what? <laughs> I don't know. I went, I, I saw, I saw sororities a lot more than I saw frats at my schools and... I, don't even I never got them it. either. They're even fucking I, weirder. That was way weird. And they're like attached to frats and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they have to they blow the guys in the frats yeah. and it's just no a fuck party. And then they're called, told, oh, all right, you can only date somebody from this. Yeah. They're like, what's the whole fucking purpose of going to college? To small town it up as much as I can? It's called networking, I guess. Just blowing the same guy <laughs> every fucking weekend. <laughs> Nobody ate any of your chocolates yet? No. Hicks, come in here and have a piece of chocolate. Sure. Let me open this. It's yummy. It's Where is this Brazilian chocolates? Yes, it's um it's it's our most favorite brand, uh famous brand. It's called Garoto. And it means boy, but um the chocolates are um here, eat some serenade boy. of love, they're called. And they're made from uh, cashew cream. Oh, that sounds great. It uh, is very delicious. It's my now, favorite. Now, do you ever have any food that's just American? Does everything have to be Brazilian no, with you? I have <laughs> yeah, really. Go native, I, for Christ's sake. I love all types of food. I, see, the great thing about this already, that you know it's not American, is like we don't wouldn't even have this shape. No. This no. shape is not like, <laughs> it's not homegrown for us. We, uh, we're a chocolate-loving people, actually. It's it's a big thing down there. This is that good stuff. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. It's my favorite. Now, how do we know you're not smuggling Coke back? Oh, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. Uh, I wish. <laughs> Be some really good Coke, probably. <laughs> I'm now wondering this. If there was a gay fucking frat, would they even bother hazing? Or would they want to go in a whole different direction? Oh, You'd be ignored. You're something anti-gay. Yeah. Like you have to make out with girls. For a week. <laughs> yeah, do it. Yeah, make out with her. But you love it, don't you? Is Touch that your, your gay voice? Yeah. <laughs> right, wait, let me hear your... Touch her baby. I'm going to suck some dick later. I'm gay as fuck. And I'm in the gay frat. Lambda, come loudly. <laughs> Let's fuck each other. <laughs> you don't get to get fucked in the ass. You're just a pledge. Here. Could you ever do a gay guy that doesn't constantly talk about sex? <laughs> <laughs> That, no, that, this is this is his um, gay astronaut. Let's get on this ship, and I'll blow you as we go into space. And then, then you can eat my asshole out. Zero gravity, come! It's everywhere. Seriously, <laughs> just show a fucking gay guy trying not to talk about sex. Can't do it. <laughs> I just saw. I think about that's populations, dudes, right? See, this is why Nikki Cox loves you so. <laughs> No one can see this, but for some reason he stands on his tiptoes to do it as yeah, well. Yeah, he does. And he does little hand motions. fucked in the ass. <laughs> Comes leaking out. This gay frat's the best idea I've ever had. <laughs> That's how I imagine it go down. You wouldn't know firsthand. No. Uh, <laughs> there weren't any frats that SUNY purchased. They were banned outright. We were a progressive school. An art school. <laughs> <laughs> And no one could fucking stop the drum circle <laughs> and no. endless fucking sublime gems. <laughs> I guess that was a frat in of itself. Yeah. 
<laughs> hating frats. I mean, <laughs> yeah. All the drug dealers hung out together. I guess that was kind of a frat. It's really progressive until they try to have a Republican up there. Then everyone goes nuts on them. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, traditionalists. We like cum dripping out of our asses. Yeah, it's the gay frat up in the house. <laughs> I drink it off two guys at once. <laughs> Fucking heavy dexterous. <laughs> For some reason, your gay voice has a cold. Yeah. Like you have allergies all <laughs> the time. It's come. Filled up all my facial holes. <laughs> um, your hetero would be like this. I like licking your pussy and sucking <laughs> on your dick. Yeah, give me that clit, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what I like. Fucking your pussy. <laughs> so you wouldn't know it that way. Oh, uh, look at this. Where's the shooting at? I'm so afraid that Ann will see this in fucking... Miami, I think? I know there was a bunch of shootings down there over the weekend. I don't need Ann to find out about any of this stuff. Oh, yeah, that's Miami, all right. Miami, when you get off the fucking beach, it ain't an easy place. Oh, no. <laughs> and there were... Uh, well, I don't know what it is anymore. I haven't been down there in a long time. But they were always finding bodies underneath beds and hotels. Fuck. <laughs> You try a little harder. Yeah, I know. Come on. <laughs> this fucking clean, clean lady's going to be in there eventually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the right word is eventually. <laughs> I could never get rid of the body. That would be the hardest thing of committing a murder. Because you would love him so much? <laughs> but there would be the attachment. But then also the lifting. And just, I would never think a spot is good enough to dump a body. I would I would be like those kids in Bully, where I have to go back out there to where I dump the body just the to the crime. see. There's yeah. something weird about that. Uh, River's Edge, same exact thing, mm -hmm. that they would keep going back. I would have to go back and just to look to see if there was one of my footprints out there. That would drive me nuts after I dumped the body. Oh, yeah, definitely. Could you imagine if you did a fucking crime with Watley and you had to be the guy talking him down? <laughs> 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 I think he couldn't. I think he couldn't bear it. I think he couldn't bear that that secret. No I mean, way. I would get caught from the stink coming from my apartment <laughs> because I would. I wouldn't be able to chop the body up to move it in, you know, movable pieces. I need. I need somebody I trusted, you know, to help me out. I need somebody I trust. You know, I will tell you this: you wouldn't have to think about me or Hicks. We'd be right there. And I would never bring it up. Bring what up? Exactly. And the weird thing is I'd sleep like a baby. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be one of those guys who lost my appetite. No. Well, after fucking doing all that work, you're going to be fucking tired. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, like any other physical work, he's just glad it's done. <laughs> Finally, I take a shower. Fuck this. <laughs> Sweat a lot. I think I'm just going to drink in my bed tonight until I fall asleep. <laughs> That's what I did last night. Not even drink at home. <laughs> just lay in your bed and drink. <laughs> But I know I wouldn't be one of those fucking telltale heart types. Because what are you going to fucking do? It's done. Yeah. It's already over. You can't bring someone back to life. Yeah, I ain't fucking Frankenstein. Not. It's but too it, late. And it ain't helping by me being in jail. Some people are like, oh, I'm glad I can stop worrying about it get in jail. What? Huh? Yeah, you know. Now you're in fucking jail. You're worrying about that now. And the whole time I was in jail, I'd just be like, God, why couldn't I have kept my mouth shut? <laughs> <laughs> why must you dick? Fuck. What do you have these pictures up here for? It's bully. Fez I know, bully. but that one fucking scene. We got a young lady and here. And young Bijou Phillips taking yeah. it from next song. She it's, likes taking it in her movies, doesn't yeah, she? Yeah, she does. She's gorgeous, <laughs> too. She came in and did the show a couple yeah, of times. Yeah, she did. She was great. So beautiful. 
and tall and lanky. Doesn't come off that way on t- on. No, she screen. doesn't. She looks really short, actually. Yeah. Here she's taking it in Havoc. What movie? Havoc. North End Hathaway. One of those oh, Mexicans. Oh, yeah. The movie's great. Where she's with the fucking East L.A. guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, I want to take them all on. I don't know what the fuck they were thinking. Isn't that your gay voice? No, this is my Bijou Phillips voice. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. You're like a womanly voice. <laughs> it's just a womanly thing. Fuck my ass. <laughs> Actually, that's what upset her. That's what broke up the gangbang when that guy tried to bang her in the ass. So uh, we got a break. Uh, when we get back, more gay voices from uh, Pepper Hicks. Time to suck it. I will tell uh, when you go back to Brazil. I want you to tell them uh, fantastic chocolates. So I know. Delicious. Thank you. Because even you like them. Oh, they're delicious. The whole box will be gone. Stop doing it. your gay voice. Seriously. They're delicious. <laughs> yeah, those balls are delicious. I wish they had hair on them. I'd lick them. <laughs> I'm going to rip the skin open and eat them. Um, look at Liberty City. All fucking shut up. Do you know what even started it? Gang activity. I think it was uh, a bunch... Of, actually, it might be... I read it was around George Report that a bunch of kids were, were trying to get together on Facebook and organize just some fucking crazy shit to go down and then it turned into a shooting of some sort so they just tried to do the mob thing looks like it yeah stupid fucks oh it looks like a Flash rapper Bob. was oh no a poet was involved what poet the real one there he is <laughs> oh he got gunned down yeah in front of the literary cafe and poetry lounge jeez whoever expected fucking poetry to get hardcore Fucking bad news for E. Cummings. He's like, wait a minute, what? Hold on. I don't even use uppercase. All right? I'm fucking easy. Oh, he was on Deaf Poetry Jam. Was he really? Yeah. Now they'll all make fucking poems about him. What's the guy's name? Wait, his street names is The Real One? Whatever happened to The Real One? Late night. Shots ring out. Mama... We got any cheese left? <laughs> I never understand how. Huh? You know, if they had a beat, they would be fucking rappers. They don't have to be fucking poets making no money. Yeah. <laughs> they Come go on. as slow as they want that way. Get some production underneath that shit. Yeah, apparently, he's been arrested before for exploiting disabled people and for writing bread checks. <laughs> Jesus. How do you fucking exploit disabled people? I don't know. I just said exploiting. Disabled and elder and the elderly. Jesus know. Christ! Damn real one. That's mad real. <laughs> With a Z at the end. Yeah. All right, break. Right back, and we're dedicating this the rest of the show to the real one, and to the real world. Real world Miami is what we're dedicating it to. <laughs> and that dog that got stuck in with a hard on. And they had to fucking get rid of it by pouring, pouring salt. On the balls or the shaft? Which one? Balls or shaft? <laughs> Seriously, you guys actually remember that line? That's fucking really obscure. It's the real Back. One, Two minutes. Run for us. The Rod and Show. On the virus. Make me wanna kick my heels up and throw my hands up and throw my head back and come on now, don't forget to say you real. Don't forget to say yeah, 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 yeah. Say you real. Say it right now, 
You came back with the shout now uh, from Animal House, but you didn't use the Animal House one. So the soundtrack. That's the one from the soundtrack with Otis yeah. Day and the Knights. And the Knights. Yeah. I had uh, done this show with Otis Day where we brought him in years ago down in Florida, and um, the Knights was just some chick at that point. It wasn't any band. We had to we had to provide the band, and uh, he came out. Did the song place went fucking crazy? I'm not kidding you. Everyone was just acting like it was Animal House. Fuck yeah. But the but the girl with them, 
he was like, this is my cousin. She's going to be with me. And this is, you know, my sister. And then I turned around and they were making out. And I'm like, <laughs> I hope it's easier for you to travel that way. Awesome. But it was like, it was oddly sexy on fucking stage. Oh, without a doubt. He did a great fucking show. Hey, Otis Dave, and then we got, kept yelling, Otis, my man. Um, um, oh, this just came in from East Side Dave. Midnight in Paris is a charming film. Thumbs up. Mavericks and Six. I'm going to try to fucking... I'm going to write back. I got heat, and maybe we'll get a little fucking money back going here. How much money is you owe me right now, Fez? I think it is... Don't think. No, right now. Like, you are a fucking adding machine. I want you to, to say something to yourself. I want you to say I'm a definitive adding machine. How much does that fucker owe me? $42. Wow. Yep. That's big money. And you're backing up, Fez? Yep, I'm backing it up. $42. Right. That's a huge chunk of change. That is. That's enough to kill a fucker for. And his goddamn friend, Hicks. I'd at least like... What, I'm being dragged in this now? That's right. You're fucking being dragged into it. This is getting fucking rough. I gotta get word of this guy. Because you are who you fucking roll with. <laughs> I'm not the one taking the action, though. You're taking the reaction to me, motherfucker. That's the problem. Every time I'm seeing, I look at you, I see 42 bucks I don't have. I get on that, Hicks. I get on that. And I'd be buying us all more Brazilian chocolate. <laughs> now, Fezzi says he owes me 42. He owes me 42. Uh, I saw that stupid Woody Allen movie, too. It was cute. But I'll tell you this. Woody Allen's 75. If he made that movie when he was 35, I'd give him shit. But if he's 75, I'm going to say it's adorable. It's like when you see an old person ride a bike. You tell them they're doing good. Mm. That's nice. I like to see an old person on a bike. Bill Cunningham is on his bike all the time. <laughs> did you see the, did you see the yeah, movie? Yeah, I did. <laughs> it's, um... It's a very strange life that he leads, for sure. Is it oddly Fez in its own kind oddly of... Oddly Fez it's in its own strange, yeah. weird way. It is oddly Fez. All right, hold on. Which makes me think that Fez could probably spot fashion better than anybody. All right, he just writes this back to me. $2 for every game the other team wins. <sighs> What's that fucking bet even meant? But I've only said one thing to him ever. Locked in. <laughs> <laughs> so now he can't even gamble his way out. No, it's he's locked into a some terrible, terrible debt. I'm not sure he understands how to bet. Then he writes to me, I owe you eight if the Heat wins, in other words. Eight on top of the 42? Yeah, even 50. All right, 50. I ain't going to see that fucking money. <laughs> I ain't got it. If he had it, he'd pay me. I'm just writing back locked. <laughs> I love this son of a bitch. Lock it up. Lock it up, party package. <laughs> Call him, Hicks. Boy, I'm fucking sitting here. I want to get some uh, stuff from... Now, you were saying something to me. Doing the commercial, I'm going to put it out here because okay. unlike you, Julie, I don't live in the fucking shadows. Okay, <laughs> I live in the sun. Um, you said you want to bring Fez in to more conversations. Yeah, I do. I love Fezzy. I think he is awesome. No, other than Jay Moore, you're Fez's best friend. <laughs> if Jay didn't make that out of nowhere, 
now he just writes smiley face. <laughs> the happy gambler. Mm. What kind of stuff do you think can bring Fez into? I don't know. You see, he likes doing this where he just yells out that, you know, I happy like gambler. And he's very comfortable there. I like that. I think that's I think that's good. I want him to come in whenever he feels that he's comfortable doing that. Whenever that may be. I don't really care. What are the things that make you feel most comfortable? Now you're quiet. Yeah. yeah. Now the now pressure's feel, on. Now yeah, I, the pressure's on and now I'm I didn't total to locked up. Pressure on you. <laughs> the pressure's on you right now. Yeah. Just fucking nail one. Um, let's see. No, nail one off the top of your head. When you start reading, it's never going to help you. I, I don't, oh, I'm sorry. I don't have one on the top of my head. Um, Bottom of your head, then. <laughs> um, let me think. Um, I, I'm sorry. I'm just not getting anything well, here. I have something. I saw something in the news the other day, and I wanted to see, actually wanted Fez's opinion on it. No, here's the thing. You just said you saw it in the juice. No, I didn't. I saw it in the news. Oh, because that would have been I, really that would be wrong mistake. If I that would have caught yet. I mean, how am I looking into a juice? Yeah, really. That's true. <laughs> Can't that, that get that close? <laughs> but um, I saw this thing about these kids. This woman started this demonstration at the Jefferson Memorial where people would start dancing with their headphones on like as a protest because i guess you're not allowed to dance at the jefferson memorial area mm -hmm. because it's an area for solemn commemoration and i don't really understand that because aren't i supposed to be really happy i live in america and i'm free to dance and but, like you know here's my ipod on well let me say for your generation 9-11 you know you wouldn't want people to dance at 9-11 site right <laughs> no no i mean, I mean would That's you want a people, different place than the Jefferson Memorial where you're commemorating But here's the thing. It, to Fez's generation, they just lost Jefferson. <laughs> he remembers when it happened. And that's when you start to wear your hair like him, right, Fez? Exactly. The ponytail with a ribbon. <laughs> hey. with, yeah, with the big ribbon. Hey. Hey. Except it's not in a bow, though. It's just got the two ribbons <laughs> hanging up. Now I got to see this. Put me up a fucking picture of Jefferson. By the way, you've been adjusting your dress since you came in yeah, here today. Yeah, it keeps falling. I have, I have no control over it. I can't. You should see me walking around. I look like I'm constantly, like, picking up sides <laughs> myself. <laughs> Uh, Hicks is coming in here now to uh, get us up a Jefferson pick. We'll do a search, search, hurry up. He, he was a very sexy president, that's for sure. Well, he was the one who nailed the, the slave and then didn't make them free. So for me, no matter what he's done, he's always a cock because of that. <laughs> so you can't dance near him? No, I don't care. <laughs> that happened a long time ago. Uh, but I didn't know about this dancing. Uh, where is the ponytail that you guys are talking about in the ribbons? Oh. I've seen it in another picture. I don't remember which one exactly. Now, all right, Fez has got a picture of him he on the nickel. He does have a great look. Now, that, I don't think, looks like any of the other pictures of him, though. The nickel picture almost looks like a Western guy, not an Eastern guy at all. I think that's Sam Houston that they're using on that nickel. That doesn't really look like him. They say that they like remade them to make them look better. But look at the pictures like that we have of Jefferson. He does not look that way. Well, that's the fucking same picture, Hicks. Look at the other pictures that you have. You can't go to Thomas Jefferson and fucking Google search. I did. This is what comes up. All right, now look at any of those pictures and tell me it looks like the guy in the nickel. Doesn't look like the guy on the nickel. 
Not even the profile. This is the no. side. This is the side. This guy's even look like he bangs black chicks, and it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> what it should fucking seriously say on the fucking nickel is the blacker the berry, the sweeter the juice. Because <laughs> I can't fucking... I'm telling you right now. You know, I'm telling you, I'm not sleeping well at night. I if I had some fucking slaves in the barn, I'd go out there and bang one of them. Right? I wouldn't be able to stop myself. <laughs> I mean, they're yours. I mean, everybody else is... Yes. It must... To them, it must have been the same as jerking off. Like, everybody's asleep. So they're going, I'll just bang a fucking, you know... Just wake up this slave. I'm my way over there. Hey. I'm going to sell her in the morning before she goes and tells everyone. <laughs> sell her cheap. Oh yeah. And then when I sold it, I would just say to the next guy, by the way, don't believe anything she says. She a makes up a lot of crazy the fucking light. rumors. <laughs> Dirty liar. So make sure she's in the field deep. <laughs> all I know, that looks nothing like my nickel. That's all I'm saying. They must have had a stand-in or something. He's got like a fucking fur coat on this one. Shit. Why shouldn't he be rocking out? He's fucking one of the fathers. It's hurdle neck and a shearling. Jefferson did all the writing, right? Yeah. He He's the real smart fucking mm -hmm. guy. He wrote the Declaration of Independence. Now, any of those early guys, nobody comes as close to me as Ben Franklin. Well, they also said like chicks a lot. But he did a lot of different shit. You know, he wasn't just yeah. caught up. He was fucking starting a fucking cool fucking blogging thing that he was doing. <laughs> he was blogging. <laughs> and he also, I think, was with black chicks and French chicks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He couldn't get enough of it. He got a great look about him, I think. Yeah, he does. He's got the party guy look. Yeah, he does. He looks... And he, the, the fact that he was so much older than everyone else <laughs> and was like the only fat guy at that time, like, what were you eating? He was Dude. living well. Yeah. And most people were fucking cold-ass starving. Yeah. The fuck. fucking soldiers didn't have shoes. They were wrapping fucking newspaper around their face. This guy was eating half a fucking dog. Fuck yeah. He has a fucking fur coat on, too. All right. Looks good on They him. love fucking rocking furs in those days. Dude, I don't know why men don't w dress a little more... Furish? No, fur... Yeah, well, you know, have a little more flair about them. Because this is awesome. Look look at this collar he has. That's fabulous. Well, they were like new romantics. <laughs> they were like 1970s glam rockers. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone fucking dressed oh like T-Rex in those days. Smot the hoople. <laughs> Looks good there. Keanu Robe. That's safe. <laughs> that was the stupidest idea. I still don't even think he got anything to come down. Really? I, yeah, I don't think he did. Oh, I, I believe it. He'd be better off with a fucking clothes pole, just fucking stand up. A clothes pole fucking attached to a dog's ass would have done it for everybody. <laughs> there he is. Oh, that dude is, like, ridiculous. I know. That looks like, yeah, like the one time he tried to put on a wig. I don't think that was a wig. This was real fucking hair. He was just a fop. <laughs> I don't know how they thought they could win a war. They were such fucking little fancy lads. Yeah, really? Just fucking Nancys. We're a bunch of Nancys, and we don't want to listen to them anymore. It's a fucking pussy the British were. Jesus Christ. They couldn't lay anything down. Fuck no. The British came over here. They were even fucking fancier. <laughs> They're like fucking rocking red coats and shit and didn't know what the fuck they were doing. Why? Come on, guys. Wait, now I'm saying that they should have won the war now. <laughs> <laughs> Probably should have said that. I wish that. they would have. <laughs> then I could say, look, I'm just like the Beatles. <laughs> Probably seriously, my brother would have been the Beatles if we would have fucking lost that war. 
Beatles West. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we call ourselves Beatles West. We're really one of the most Western kind of Beatles bits. Everyone's fucking enjoying themselves but you, Watley. We're over here. Seriously. We're giggling like we've been past. The way we're laughing here is the way we should be every day. Yeah. I forget the thing I got mad at him for yesterday where I thought he said the funniest thing and I started to talk about it and then he got really like, no, 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 no. Wow. What was the thing? Um, I think it was... Um about my parents' anniversary. Yeah. Because he said he bought his parents' pillows. And didn't know what a mama's boy was. Yeah. And I'm like, no fucking dude has ever bought their parents' pillows. That's a fucking funny thing to do. And I thought we were going to get an hour out of wood. Now, see, Time Magazine has the Ben Franklin. And look how they photoshopped it so he's thinner. Yeah, really. <laughs> he's just no gut there. He's looking good. He's never been that fucking thin. <laughs> Never in his life. His fucking high school picture is fatter than that. It's funny is they can't control the neck size. So it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's peeking out. <laughs> hey, he defined By the himself. way, too, this is a fucking yeah, cool-ass name, too. Ben Franklin. I know, right? Great mom. He just seems like the fucking kind of guy that would have... Also, is like, oh, he wrote books. He did. Oh, he had an emo band on the side. You just have the feeling <laughs> that he's like one of those Brooklyn guys that he's got like seven things going on at the same time. Renaissance <laughs> man. Oh, look, here he is with uh, my earth rendition of having headphones. <laughs> <laughs> Who would take their time to Seriously, this is why this is why none of you guys come up with anything good at your age because you have too much time to surf. <laughs> and it's all fucking funny to you. But this is the weird thing, too, about dudes your age, Hicks. That you can't just start a band like people. Like, it would be like if Van Halen also had to start a fucking fanzine and, uh, you know, put out fucking movies. You have to be all over the place. Yeah, you need fucking videos. You need uh, fan participation. You need. uh, Uh, We've got a play going on right now, too. I think people are going to like. You're like, why can't you just have a fucking band? Sell albums. Why would I want to do that? It's fucking sad. You need like four websites. Every you have to be on every fucking social media. Yeah. Uh, this fucking application. It's ridiculous. I can't stand when I watch a, a talk show, and somebody will bring up how many followers someone has. No, they love it's it. like so fucking depressing. <laughs> You've got uh, half a million followers right now. Yeah, What's that even mean? Who am I? Attila the Hun with I, fucking followers? Yeah, he has uh, four, one, two or three people that actually pay attention to anything he tweets. That's what that fucking means. It's crazy. Hicks, you gotta fucking go to Fort Greene. Should I? Yeah. You gotta get out of Astoria. I don't know. A Town's blowing up, as I call it. A Town is kind of blowing up. It's getting very Represent gentrified. It's getting very Word. gentrified. You're over there, too? <laughs> yeah. I am. How come you guys never s- hang out? I went to high school right across the street from Fort Greene, Brooklyn Technical High School. Well, you know, Blowhard was here. I'm sure he'd, you and him could sit around and be <laughs> wax nostalgic for a while. And the new intern could talk about Chief's Head Bay and it's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> Sheep's Head Bay. Who, Pips? <laughs> yeah, Pips. Pips from Sheep's Head. Did you see the look in, the distraught look on his face when I hit him with Pips? Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, this isn't oh, going. fuck. <laughs> I don't want to be Pips. <laughs> Won't they just call me CBGB? Suck. Oh, much cooler. Too bad. You're Pips. Pips the intern. Fezzalo, you were rocking so hard there for a while. Yeah. And then I had to freeze up. Sorry. What freeze up? Um, just when I was trying to think of something to say. How about when everybody was laughing? Jump in and be part of the laughing. I was still living in the freeze up. What? 
why don't you do this? Just start laughing now. So start laughing. Fake your laugh. <laughs> Keep it going. <laughs> now freeze up. <laughs> and laugh. <laughs> and freeze up. And laugh. <laughs> and freeze laugh. Oh, jeez. Stop going that <laughs> oh, stupid no. shit. Seriously. You would fucking seriously... You would do yourself such a world of good if you just say to me every once in a while, shut the fuck up, Ron, please. <laughs> For five minutes, shut the fuck up. And let me take the stick. Just fucking ride that shit. Come on. Come on. <laughs> okay. Um... Sorry. Fez, we're all feeling it right now. Julie's froze up, Hicks is froze up, and I'm froze up. We're all fucking froze. I'll tell you this. I'm going to get safety pins for Julie's fucking dress to actually, keep it together. Earlier, my um, <laughs> zipper had inadvertently <laughs> unzipped on my dress. Oh, Julie. <laughs> I didn't need to. Seriously, you're trying some kind of Jane Mansfield I, fucking trick. I'm falling out of my dress. I, oh, stop it. You're too good for that. I didn't mean All to. All right? I didn't mean to. Well, you're more than just your Brazilian tits. You're I am a person. way more than that. <laughs> and you are accepted here as, as so. Um, oh, look. No, it wasn't look, my fault. Look, I look, there's a picture look. of you. Oh, you didn't mean to make that happen. Look. I did it. Yeah, yeah, I did it. Sure. That's so hot, though, but I didn't. God, she was go. so hot. Which one? James Jane Mansfield. She wasn't hot when her fucking head came off. No, it didn't. It didn't look that great after that. <laughs> I don't know. I think if you got a death, you want to go as weird and as disgusting as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Mutilate my fucking body. Fuck it. Yeah. It's like, you hear what happened to him? Here's the only thing. Would you like to have it where your body was missing, like at sea or something? Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, only if I faked it myself. Yeah, faked it. Yeah, but I mean. What if I had to think about you bobbing around on the bottom of the fucking ocean? Oh, I mean, I feel like I had to go out and find you. Some fucking guppy eating my fucking eyeball. That would suck. Did you ever try to get hold of Dave? I tried calling straight to voicemail. I'm going to try again a little bit. No, here's the thing. Why is he texting me then? Like, oh, no sometimes when you're using the phone, it, it'll go straight to... Is fuck, that right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. They get These phones can only do one thing at a time. They can do a bunch of shit, but only one of them at one time. <laughs> Why are you screaming about Sorry. it? Sorry. <laughs> 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 yeah. angry. It's not angry. you know. It seemed like, passion. I don't know, you're going to beat me up over this fucking phone. Passion. It's no wonder fucking Watley's uh, froze up today. No. No. Because no. it seems like you're going to go off and shoot somebody. I'm, I'll leave then. I'll tell you this. If you had a fucking gun, I, w I couldn't relax for a second. Because oh, I know you're going to use it. I'd love to have a gun. That'd be great. But it's cost so much for the permits and shit. And I want to buy one fucking, you know, secondhand, as they say. Why not? I don't know. It's, God knows what's on that fucking Get gun. one off the fucking street. Buy it from a fucking junkie. I probably could, but I fucking, I, I don't think. I don't want to do that. I wouldn't even be happy if you had a spear. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back to the big cat. What happened, Julie? You were here. I was here. I, well, we were having a silly fucking day, weren't we? I still feel really silly. And then this was even the fucking Jay Moore day that they got back together. Where's this bus crash now from that happened on yesterday, I guess? Because I can't give out today's news since we're recording this. Everything happened yesterday, so it's okay. 
<laughs> the um, by the way, the Kim Kardashian twenty carat ring, too much or? I think it's a very nice ring. I think the way that the stones are set is tasteless. I would never have a diamond ring though, ever. I don't want. I don't like diamonds. I they're just. They Hex, just, you think it's too far, or you think it's okay? It's fucking crazy to get that giant ring. Uh, see, I think it's just hype for their TV show. Yeah, I think that too. Like, she has something to promote herself. And, like, she's getting so much stuff in, in the news right now that is, like, oddly brilliant. If she just got engaged and had a regular ring, nobody would have her on the front page of everything. I always thought when an engagement broke off that leave the girl the ring. Don't ask for it back if you're the guy. But if this thing is two and a half million dollars, I would have to ask for that ring back. She bought that she ring. She bought it. She bought <laughs> yeah. that ring or she Bravo bought, bought it. Yeah, one of the two brought it because and I don't I, think he even... I also think it depends on who breaks it off. I think if the girl breaks off the fucking engagement... Ring. The ring. Or if that ring was my grandmother's ring, which Ooh. I give to you, yeah. the ring goes back to the guy. Stop acting like... You're, you know, uh, part is friends here. It didn't work out. Doesn't mean you have to spend the rest of your life hating each other. I never saw a reason for that. I don't either. I never saw a reason for that. I mean, you don't have to, you know, talk to each other or, you know, call you don't each other. Anything, yeah. But you can act like a fucking human being. But civilized. I'm, by the way, I've never liked anybody who badmouthed an ex. I've always felt like, well, you're fucking sound like a scumbag right now. Yeah. They were all nice to me, so I can't say anything about bad about any of them. I know a lot of the exes that you have, and <laughs> every one of them told me that you were just a dead fish in bed. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> I don't know what... That would be great. Well, when guys do that, like, she is a dead fish, then why did you stay with her? What the fuck were you with her for three years if it was so fucking hideous sexually? Shut up. And I'm just talking to an imaginary person right now. <laughs> just, I don't want anybody to go out there and be like, hey, see me and me? No, I don't. Like, take this as a, a craze offense <laughs> like craze did. just walk out of here angry and never tell anybody seriously that was my favorite thing that craze ever told me <laughs> for a long time I was mad at you call me up motherfucker I will tell you I'm joking I tried to get him together with you but I don't know he doesn't think he can't completely trust you no I can see why. the thing is I think you guys would be able to start a pretty good fucking hip hop band together I think you'd be right. kind of like the Fugees I think that too I think we could do we could like put a new spin on the Fugees alright Hicks you know how you uh, said that your fucking favorite song of all time was Waterfalls by TLC I remember that love that band uh, CeeLo sang back up on that I saw it on the AOL news today <laughs> so I was very fucking happy he must have been very young when that went down Let's see. Well, if he's what what age is he? I'm not sure what age he is because fifteen. If, if he was, because <laughs> if he was our age, yeah. that that album just didn't stop playing. At least here in New York, every kid I, I knew had that crazy, sexy, well, this, cool TLC album. This was the funniest thing. They sold four hundred billion uh, records. And then when this the summer after that happened, they all went bankrupt. Yeah, I don't know what <laughs> happens in the music business. Oh man, <laughs> those girls! Oh, uh, by the way, I only saw fucking Left Eye in that band too. Yeah, I never. She was so hot, I never even saw any of the other ones. She was great. Now they're out without her. Yeah, I'm well, sorry. Two out of three. Yeah, two out of three ain't bad. They said, "Let's meatloaf this shit." <laughs> I want to hear if I can hear CeeLo in the background. <laughs>
Take it, take it all the way down, because I can just find out any male voice on that. We can d- extrapolate it. <laughs> Pia, right, that's CeeLo. Pia, all right. I have a song I think even played more. Remember when Lauren Hill had that thing? How yes. fucking much that song played. <laughs> she was on, I think Jimmy Fallon the other night. Is all kind of middle agey looking and was wearing. Still looks as fucking great. Yeah, she looks fabulous. I always thought as big as she was, she could have even been a million times fucking bigger. I always thought that too. I always thought something happened with her. What was it? I don't know. I don't know. Something happened with her that she couldn't keep it going. But that album is ridiculous, and that single was everywhere. It was everywhere for years. It was everywhere. And that fucking video was so great where it was like the 60s on one thing. Yeah. And then the 90s on the other side. That was great. When did this song come out? I'm going to give it a shoot. Yeah, go ahead. I'm going to say 04. Really? That late? I don't even know. I think. See, I thought it was like late 90s. Oh, wait. No, it was like 02 or 01. Somewhere around there. Uh, what do you got, Hicks? 98. 98. Wow. That was so long ago. Yeah. It's like 13 years now. <laughs> You're like crazy old lady time. I just thinking back to the first time I heard it, you know? I didn't think I was that young. Now, let's hook this shit. Pick it up, Fez. Oh, I don't know the words to this. <laughs> no, like you did yesterday. Running down the street. Playing a beat. Oh, look at my look feet. Look how nice you are. You're just the nicest awful. person. Um, that was so great. It really was good. Hercules, Hercules. <laughs> I know, I clap like that, like an idiot. <laughs> He's so strong. Really, him so strong. Hurting. <laughs> Did this song play more than the Hey Ya song years later? 
that song seemed to play constantly. Yeah, that was kind of everywhere. Go ahead, singer. Sometimes you better cry out. That thing, that thing, that thing. How you doing, Davey Mac? I'm fantastic. Looks like we're locked into another fucking battle, huh? Well, I thought this will close out the season. I think on the ledger I owe you some scratch, so I thought I could get it back with this one last bet here. It, it Well, you know, we could double or nothing. Instead of doing your $2 a game, it's just a double or nothing. Now, you want to double or nothing? Okay. Yeah, that's the way I fucking roll with you. Now, okay. you really want the Mavericks, or you just hate the heat? Uh, it's, uh, you know, I hate, yeah, I do. I really fucking hate the heat. And it's not even so much of the LeBron stuff. It's it's like those fans, the, the Miami fans, they're all color-coordinated. And they're doing, like, as if they've, you know, had this long tradition. I don't know. They're just starting to bother me. Just the whole culture in Miami, it bothers me more than LeBron and all that bullshit. So, yeah, I, I and, and it's not just an anti-Miami. It's a pro-Dirk Nowitzki. I love that guy. He's been a great pro for a long time. I want to see him win. He's at the peak of his powers right now, too. Yeah, and he, he's not going to get another chance at no, this. Like, this is this it. Is it. This is totally, totally it. LeBron and D-Wade, all, they'll all be back next year. So they'll get their ring next year. But, like, first right out of the box, one and done, that, that, would, that would leave a bad taste in my mouth, too, because then it would just be like, you know, superstar athletes are totally dictating everything. They are going they, to get their ring next year, and they're going to get their ring this year. <laughs> they're going to go back in time and win a ring from last year. That's how <laughs> well, it's going to go, Dave. <laughs> So then shut down basketball in Cleveland and Good. In Sacramento. I'm all for that, yes. I'm all for that. You know if those three guys would have fucking came to the Nets, you'd be the happiest fucking guy out there. Oh, I'd be wearing a LeBron jersey every day of my life. <laughs> you, you would never see me not stop talking about LeBron. And that, that really upset me because I even posted on my Twitter, uh, Twitter? LeBron Twitter. in a Nets uniform. Because they led me to believe that the, the meeting with him and the Russian went extremely well. So then, yeah, I had little LeBron dreams for the next two months until I realized he was just he was just totally using every other team and just to get attention. And he's going to, he, he he was going to the Heat all along. There was never discussed. But forget about that. I mean, it's going to be like rooting for the early '90s Cowboys, essentially. That's that's why. I mean, who 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 wants? The team, it's good for the league, but, but who, who can root for it? No, this no. is what's great. You want to root against them. That's what's fun. It makes it exciting. Now, am I talking to Davey Mack or am I talking to annoying lost character guy? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ron. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. This is Davey Mack, Mr. Okay, Bay. good. Because I, I never I know. Uh, no, that's not Petey. You know, see, Ron, the, um, the uh, differences in the characters is that I put a big black screen, and then I tell everyone what the difference is between Davy Mac and the person. In other words, if you didn't have Petey, the annoyingly apologetic lost character, then I fear someone would just think it's me. So. And yet, most of your characters are wearing the Dharma overalls lately. <laughs> <laughs> the original, the, the Bob Walker thing, that's why I put a towel over the shoulder. 
And then when I when I went back, you know, the, the towel was supposed to be over the shoulder because they said, "Listen, I want to reuse this Dharma thing because I have an idea for a, for a lost thing." But then when I fell on the ground and cracked my head on the sidewalk for real, the towel came up. No one tells the Dave man, and because I I Ed Wood all this shit, where it's one take, Freddie, and then I'm done. Uh, I couldn't go back in time and reshoot. You know, I had no safeties, as Earl Douglas would call them. So uh, that's the story with that fucking thing. Uh, Davey Mack, are you ready to get together for a dinner and open bar pretty soon? Yes. Yeah. All right. Yes, I am. Any Friday or whenever, but Fridays would work for the for uh, for me. Uh, most specifically, if possible, I'd love to do. And I did, I told you I just got out. Of, I don't know. Did you see the Woody Allen movie? Yes, I did. You didn't uh, like it? No, I didn't hate it. I thought it was nice. I thought uh, Owen Wilson did a great job. But, it, you know, you've got so much greatness to compare Woody to. And when I don't have Woody in the movie, it's never going to mean as much to me as a Woody movie. I wish he would at least play, like, small characters on the side. I'd feel happy. <laughs> well, uh, that's a pretty good point. But, I mean, you Thank know, you. Radio Days and Purple Rose of Cairo. You're like, right. They didn't have you know, and uh, I don't know. I I texted you when as soon as I got out. I found the film to be quite charming. That's that's the word I would use. I'm not sure exactly what that means, but I mean, it's not the greatest film, but it's it. it I enjoyed I it. Found it uh, yeah, I found it thoroughly enjoyable. I was like really. And then here's my problem. I wanted to see the Terrence Malick film, but nowhere in the fucking state of New Jersey has it. I have to either go into uh, East Hoboken or I mean East uh, fucking New York, East Side. Or I have to go to California, and that's well, just not happening. I, you know, I tell you, do not read anything about this. Don't know what you're going into. Just walk in there. I've tried not to even talk about it today, because I'm dying to talk to you about it. I'm dying to see, because, you know, I, I said to the girls, I go, well, Dave's going to love this. And they go, do you think? I go, first of all, he loves every new Pearl Jam album. He loves every new Guns N' Roses. He doesn't turn on people that have given him things. <laughs> He's not a sell-out, sell type guy. I'm gonna keep, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm gonna, unless you really fucking piss me off. It's interesting as you mentioned Pearl Jam. When someone does something that I, I have a bad feeling about, I just pretend like it never existed. Just like this ukulele uh, album that Eddie's putting out. Yeah. I'm just gonna pretend like you know people who deny the Holocaust ever happened. I'm just gonna pretend like what a uh, uh, ukulele album? No, that that never happened. Mm -mm. Nope. Last fucking thing with Eddie Vedder was the last Pearl Jam album, Backspacer. There was no ukulele, because I just have a terrible feeling about Dude, that. Dude, I've heard a little song. bit of it, and it's fucking yeah. phenomenal. It it's better than anything Pearl Jam's ever done. <laughs> okay. See, <laughs> now, I can't, now I can't believe you, because that sounded facetious. I'm telling you, I'm serious. It's heartbreaking, and it's amazing, and you're going to love it. <laughs> it's beautiful. It just reminds me of that one, like, Hawaii, like, What's that? The one Hawaii ukulele song where it's about the guy who's dying or something, and someone has cancer, and I don't know. It's just it, it's the, the ukulele is a very sad instrument to me, so I'm not I'm not down with that shit. No. You know another um, really sad instrument is a dead baby. I can barely even <laughs> think about it without crying. Is that a wind instrument? Uh, play a little bit of the goodbye song that. Uh, the ukulele, is it a ukulele song that everybody... Yeah, uh, the ukulele. I think it's called Goodbye. Yeah. Like, I don't know that type of shit. No, like that. 
<laughs> that doesn't make sense. I guess, you know, that's not Quento's song, so I'm not exactly sure how to sing it, but uh, I know he's just constantly singing a high falsetto. Uh, you know, David Mack, Brazilian Julie's in here today, and she looks beautiful, and she's been a lot of fun today. We've just been having a ball. And she said to me during the last commercial break, she goes, Thanks for having me in because special delivery after all this time won't have me in. And I go, why? And she goes, they're, they're sexist. They never have girls in. Sexist? Uh, well, that's probably true. You know, uh, unless you put a ring on Sam, Sam's girlfriend. She, she likes to come to the show to, I guess, whatever, watch, make sure Sam's But does she get on the air with you guys? Sometimes. Occasionally, when yeah. she has a, something to say, she just walks up. But usually, she just reads uh, her little fashion magazines in the corner. And you said you've seen her naked before. <laughs> uh, I mean, those were my own sketches. But right. yeah. Okay. So there you go. We're breaking that story. When, where are we going to go? Because I'm now excited. Now I, I'm thinking about it. If you can't get me the goodbye song, now I want the fucking dinner. Well, I don't know. You know, Hicks is on the big goodbye song, so that takes forever. We were thinking about the cigar bar, but... Well, we got to wait for timing here, Hicks. No, you know what? We're not going anywhere. Hicks wants to play a song. We, we're not going to go out and drink and eat. All right, go ahead. Play the goodbye song. Nah, this can't be, is it? Oh, yeah, this is it. Yeah. But this is somewhere over the rainbow. <laughs> Why is this the goodbye song? This is what they played when that guy was dying on ER. This was the sad song. That's what Dave referenced. This is somewhere over the rainbow. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. So you watched a sad show. You didn't listen to a sad song. This is a sad song. This is the guy said it's about cancer. Like his mom. No, this is somewhere over the rainbow. From fucking Dorothy. It's called Goodbye by Eddie Vedder, is the fucking song. <laughs> it's not that fucking brother is singing fucking Somewhere Over the Rainbow like it was, uh, and forget ER, it shows up in that 51st Dates, where at the oh, end, yes. she's, and you know you cry at that, where she comes no. out and her daughter's three years old. That's a weird fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> that concept is so insane. <laughs> I think this is in Shallow Hal, too. What are you upset about, Hicks? You get Wait, mad at everything. It was on Lost, too. It was yeah. on like one of those like ending scenes of Lost yeah, where sure. you just play it music. Was. It was on Lost. <laughs> Brother is. Everybody fucking loves him over there. He's the Jim, Jimmy Buffett of Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going back and watching Lost right now on Blu-ray. Mm -hmm. Best show of all time. Me too, I'm Dave. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just throwing it out there. I okay. can't believe how much Dave is like Jay Moore, where he just makes these large, definitive statements. <laughs> Jay was just—I noticed so the room got real quiet when I said that. Yeah, Apparently no one would agree with that last thing. <laughs> yeah. there's, no there's no reason for anyone to go back and watch a TV series <laughs> from the beginning. For six seasons, particularly how you know how it ends. Disappointing. You forgot what used to be in a goddamn wheelchair. Until the fucking island stopped making him a cripple, okay? I forgot all that shit. What? No one <laughs> forgot that. How do you forget <laughs> that? That was the biggest thing it. ever. What in one, Julie? I don't fucking have an elephant's goddamn memory. I mean, what am I? Like, you know, and there's still I no reason that. for that to happen, right? I mean, why would it happen? No. no. Well, because the island was magical. Yeah. 
<laughs> and uh, what's her face? The <laughs> husband with Bernard. Rose, I think. Yeah, that, that didn't yeah. Work oh, She got cured of cancer and all that. Nothing stuff. fucking was real on that fucking <laughs> stupid <laughs> lie island. Uh, it's not back two, up to that part yet. Two fucking gay guys typing up bullshit every fucking week. Let's just act like it's a bottle turned upside down. <laughs> Shut up. All right, let's it was hear it. good. That was a good movie. For sure. Oh, Jesus Christ. Please do That will never change. No. I have you in my hand. Oh. And though I'll never hold you. Oh, please. And I'm still asking why I can't. Oh. You don't think this is better than Jeremy? No, come on now. No, this is, I, I just pretend this is a new uh, song from Tiny Tim. He's back. Oh. Suddenly seems so empty. Now, I heard you were crying at the fucking concert that you were up there. <laughs> you and No Code fucking holding on to each other, crying like a couple of fucking twists. Well, that's because he used the guitar for crying out loud. There was no... Ukulele. I mean, think about Yes, the there was, Drunky. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that bad. I know, but when every song's like this, Julie, you know, you, you can have one song, which he's done before. He's played one ukulele song with the last three albums. I like that. I mean, I agree with you. Yeah. It's too much. One album, too much. He played the uke, then he played the mandolin after that. He fucking was on the accordion for a little bit. He got the kazoo and the slide whistle, man. <laughs> this is a song I'm going to do on slide whistle. It's about a dead girl in Kansas in the 1930s. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking thing about Eddie Vedder is, like, every day I think he feels, like, bad for somebody. Like, he just can't fucking sit there like a regular rock star, have a giant house and be floating and champagne. He fills it up with champagne. He just has, like, underage girls blowing him. He can't do it. You know, there's a lot of people out there hungry. Well, you ain't one of them, man. Enjoy yourself, dude. He's very guilty. He is. He and Springsteen are guilty. Guilty rock stars would be a great fucking... Bandit put together. Neil Young could be there. <laughs> the fucking Jackson Brown just oh. wakes up every day sobbing. Can't fucking believe it. Yeah. Angry all the time. <laughs> just, I can't fucking. I want everyone to have as much money as me. Jackson Brown picks up the newspaper, finds song but inspiration. <laughs> yes. Every time he sees a paper. But then if you write songs about being happy all the time, you're just, you know, Good Charlotte or Some 41, one of those, you Why know. going to run those bands down? <laughs> <laughs> and apparently I also think it's 1999 as well, because, you know, Good Charlotte's everywhere in the charts. <laughs> the fucking day you stopped caring anymore. <laughs> just 99. That's By the it. way, did you see T-Boz, like, on American? I don't know if I missed that part, because I heard you talking about her. Um, from the you know the the uh, one of the two still remaining for TLC. Yeah. Yep. Oh boy, she. I mean, she looks like Charles Barkley now. Like she was, to me, she was the sexy one of TLC. You're fucking she out of your mind. Out of your mind. I, what what was the one with that band that was like really fucking ripped, like lesbian ripped though, the other night? 
chili? Was it chili that kind of looks yeah, like? Yeah, it was chili. I mean, one of them yeah. had yeah. seriously like a, was just fucking ripped. Yeah. yeah, that's chili. She's always been in good shape, but she has like a John Waters esque mustache, and she's had it for fucking since you know their first single. And I always thought T Ball was sexy because she had the voice, but. Now she's just a fat dumpling. I feel so terrible for her. The other one just had these abs. Her stomach looked like a pool raft. I'm like, what is she doing? That's too much. <laughs> and she was on a show, like another VH1 show, where big rock famous people can't like find that true love. So she had one of those dating shows, and it was it was like the worst thing of all time because you're like you're a hot black chick who is a millionaire. Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> sure you could probably find someone. <laughs> no, I can't find anybody. Um, this is like you brought up Idol. I thought this is the best thing that happened. They're very very upset on Idol because last year's winner Lee Deweese, right, was oh. supposed to come out and hand over the American <laughs> Idol trophy to the new guy. And at the last second, he wouldn't do it. And they're pissed off at him. You didn't hear the story? I didn't hear about this. So they can't figure out whether he missed his timing, he's shy, or he's just Hulk Hogan and wouldn't put the next guy over clean. <laughs> and just act like, I'm still the idol. Why, Lee, why? What a piece of shit. Like, he was... Uh, I forgot about him as soon as last year was over. It was the first piece of confetti that hit his head. I forgot the guy was American Idol. And now, is he the guy who beat the gay screamer? No, he mm. beat Bower no. Socks. So, the, the, gay the gay screamer, who we all said was going to be gigantic, is gone for two years now. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. He's and has done... bet. I mean, even though he's off the face of the earth... Still did better than their last two winners. Yeah, but I mean, it was that kiss. That kiss destroyed Lambert. Destroyed him. Oh, kissing the dude. Yeah, I yeah, mean, it was a I'm fucking not mistake. It was a bad thing. I'm just saying that was a big. No, way too soon. Way too soon. Gene Simmons told him that. Get your fucking money. And yeah, the kid wouldn't listen. And get you know, like your your foot, like you know, nice and solidly in there. Yeah. Not, you know, oh, he's going to... And it wasn't just... I, you know, because he was also pantomiming, blowing his guitar player. is like, holy shit. That's Bowie's old bit from 73. <laughs> but like you said, Bowie already had hits. They're all Bowie. All these people. Even the fucking new Twitchells type guy. Like, bring back metal. Like, metal's fine. Look at this fucking Eddie Trunks show. Don't... You're no some metal savior, you fucking weirdo. If that's true, why is Judas Priest thanking the shit out of him? <laughs> Fucking Judas Priest would go. They actually came down the aisle riding unicycles. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing, Judas Priest? <laughs> and you, you know, you bring up the Eddie Trunk show. He's the only guy playing metal in the country. Yeah, probably. That's it. But it's there. It's there. The guy will have his little. Right now, if Eddie plays your song, it means you've charted. <laughs> Oh, I'm seriously considering leaving the show. It's like it's, I'm going to X Factor, and then that's it. That, that'll be the last big contest show. Why don't you go to The Voice, where the fucking chair turns around? Yeah, the chair turns. <laughs> I don't like why don't you go to America's Got Talent? I think it starts tonight, where you can see yeah. people like fucking that of all ages and fucking backgrounds. Yeah, and there's always like sparklers. I don't know. And then there's <laughs> There's like a fucking new show on um, Bravo that I tried to give a chance, which is, it's a songwriter competition. Oh, yeah. I've heard about this. Oh, Cara Diaguardi. 
Yeah, but that's probably like the, the least like razzle dazzle occupation in pop music is the guy who just sits there and writes lyrics on a piece of paper. But but here's the no. thing, I Fez, who would you say greatest songwriter we have? I would say John Lennon. Well, he's dead. Give me the greatest songwriter we have. Uh, Stevie Wonder. Uh, if you said to Stevie Wonder, I want you to write a hit song in the next 24 hours, he couldn't do it. Because he hasn't written a hit song in 25 years. I mean, you're saying he's the best? Right. It's probably been 25 years since he's had a hit. Right. And it's and, fucking and hard to, to write a hit song. Minutes. Yeah. And, they, and they, they have to do it in 30 minutes to write the hook. And then they take that hook and write the song. You can't do it. I mean, we were just sitting around talking about Waterfalls being a great pop song. Remember the next one? No Scrubs. I mean, it's fucking hard <laughs> shit to write these songs. Yeah. Oh, it, it was it was a piece. Of, it was a terrible. It was a bad show. And Jewel had, you know, she had nothing. She just, she just simply wants some some money. That's that, that's the whole thing with that show. I just, I can't imagine how many more of these singing competition shows can go on television. Singing and dancing. I don't. I mean, we have what three? I mean, with the Paula Abdul. There's the Fox one. There's the ABC one with the star. Like yeah, dancing. You know what? It's funny. It's like America is a grandmother making younger people dance and sing. That's what your grandmother used to do when you were five. Like, why don't you come in here and perform for us? <laughs> That's true, because Beanie will try and tell me, like, I never cared much for Fred Astaire. I always liked Gene Kelly. He was way more master. I don't care. Like, dancing means nothing to anyone who's under, I would say, 70 years old. True. Uh, you're a riffing cocksucker, Dave. You really are. You're right, funny well. as shit. Now I have to take back what I said about Jay Moore earlier. Because you had me laugh my ass off. <laughs> Alright, we got a break here, bro. We are going to lock in soon. Okay. And get a drinking and eating and fun night out. Alright? I'm available. I'm available on Fridays, I think. Pretty much all month. Well, that's good to know. <laughs> Your availability. Means the world to us. I'm just saying it. Just to say it. But right. no drinking before you get here. I want you to last a while this time. What? The, on, on the show? We're on, we're no. The, the last time we went to the restaurant, I think you showed up drunk. <laughs> oh, I didn't show up drunk. I had a little bit of, uh, I think a little bit of, there was some bad booze somewhere in the office. I had a, And you drank it all. <laughs> no, I had a cup. I had a cup of it, for crying out loud. Two hours later, you were leaving with a bag of pasta and a screaming, <laughs> this is how we do it. <laughs> it was the best day of my life. Yeah, I, I know it was. Ate. It's always good, because I, I eat for the next, uh, four days, I would say, lunch and dinner. And I'm just sitting there like a king. You know, yeah, I, I, I usually have my shirt off and I'm just eating the pasta <laughs> off my stomach. It's the best. All right, brother, man. Talk to you okay. soon. All right, bye. I love that prick. All right, we're doubling nothing down. Go Heat. So every time you see the Heat win, it's a bad moment for Davey Mack. Um, this could go either way, though. It really could go either way. It starts tonight. Well, I mean, it started last night. We all know how that turned out. <laughs> I forgot. I'm fucking recording because I'm stuck all morning with horrible cases. Horrible jury. Grand jury. Hicks, we're going to break here, uh, and then we'll come back. And are we wrapping it up from there? Oh, wrapping it up from there, yeah. All right, right back. Run fest.
Y'all don't wanna hear me, you just wanna dance Say comma. This was the uh, song of the millennium, according to the Ron and Fez Millennium Show that we did. Ice cold. Ice cold. <laughs> by a band that no longer exists and a part of uh, Hicks's life that's long, long gone. Never getting it back, Ron. I know. I know you won't. It's like Dave. We're never going to get it back. But sometimes you can take your old life and go out and drink on Friday nights every month <laughs> and make it all okay. Uh, I got to tell you right now, a young lady has sat in with us today. Just a lovely, lovely time, our own Brazilian Julie. Thank you. And even though you didn't get the Brazilian wax the way no, that you had planned, maybe this is what's helping you. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe I just it's need like to... It's like Samson. Yeah, maybe I just need to like just roll with it for a while. Yeah. No, I, can't, I can't do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> you can't do it. Yeah, make it a nice, hot, itchy, scratchy no. summer. No. Make it a 1974 summer. No. Could you wait a while and do Locks of Love? Oh, it's almost there. Let me tell you that much. That's, <laughs> that's, that's too much. Uh, I could be cornrowing. You know, we actually could do Locks of Love with Hicks's hair. Look at this hair. Absolutely. Look at that. Look at that. Hicks, when are you going to fucking shave down and give that hair to a little fucking eight year old cancer patient? Oh, no. It's been coming up on five years since I've had a haircut. Standing in the marketplace. <laughs> uh, it really is. It's five years. Are you thinking about cutting it? No, no thoughts on cutting. But when I eventually do, some little cancer kill, get it, sure. But just shit out of luck. Oh, how do we know they're not going to be dead by the time you cut it? More, more of them will pop up. More what? Cancer kids? Cancer kids, You're yeah. You're fucking awful. I don't yeah, want even want them to get your fucking <laughs> cynical hair. I don't want them to have it. To be some lucky kids, I'm telling you that right now. Yes, failing for drug living. tests. <laughs> for, failing drug tests as well. Come on, snipers out. That's two in a row, snipe dog. Um, 
It is fucking sad, though, that there's some kid out there that would love that hair, and they can't have it. Too bad, little man. Um, Too bad. Hicks, I wanted to bring something up to you. Now, it was just two years ago that we had Todd Phillips in, and we were basically talking about Zach Galifianakis like the rest of the world didn't know him. And it was like two years ago where, like, Zach Galifianakis was that comic that you would say, oh, you know who's funny, and other people like, who? You're like, Zach Galifianakis. Yeah. (laughs) And now he is at the apex. But have you noticed on this tour... I don't think that he's happy. I don't think that he's happy. I've seen him be cranky a little bit and just saying he's, stuff that doesn't even remind me of him. He's pissed off in general. He's just a fucking angry guy. I don't think he likes the fame and people fucking harassing him. Yeah, I think that too. I don't think he likes the fame now that he's got it. I don't know why anybody would want that kind of fame. Where The kind of fame that people bother you and yell shit out while you're walking down the street. That must be horrible. It must be just dreadful walking around New York, especially New York like that, because people just have no shame here. And they just well, you, they want. But imagine like, yeah, but then imagine, okay, it's one thing like people in New York know you, but then you go to like a mall in Iowa and people are like fucking, you know, tipping the place. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I think it's probably getting to him a little bit. He's not happy, man. I Maybe. Think he's- I think he's really sensitive to begin with. With that January Jones story that came out last week. Yeah, she told us about that, where he had the fight with her and uh, JJ. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, with some of those stories, I mean, the thing is, we don't know if he's sensitive or not. We don't know him at all. We just know that the way he's been for years has always cracked you up. And this time you're like, hey, I, I can see the stress in him. Even though this should be the stress-free time. Yeah, this should He's be, gotten more money than he could have ever dreamt of. He's got that great, like, little video thing going where, you know, with all the celebs. Oh, the fern thing is yeah, hysterical. That's absolutely hilarious, but I still don't see that happy glimmer in his eye that he used to have. That- Maybe he v- would have, and there's some part of him that was happier as the cult guy yeah. than the, you know, oversized fame guy. And there's very few people. You know, I mean, if you think about it, Bill Murray seem happy to you? Not 100%. No. You know, it gets to be a little too much. He's sick of people taking pictures of him and then posting them online. Like, look who I found. It's terrible. It happens all the time. It's like people just constantly just fucking try to get a picture of Bill Murray and throw it online. Like, look how weird this is. <laughs> Met Bill Murray. Well, why don't they go around bothering that lead singer from Creed? Why are they going to fuck with Bill Murray? Why don't they say, look, I got a picture with the lead singer from Creed? It's Scott Stapp sign, dude, shit. <laughs> and most of the time, people only think it's a big deal if, you know, you're on some TV show. They don't even care if the TV show was good, you know? No, hell no. They just fucking want to see someone who was in front of a camera. Oh, I've got my picture. I've gotten in front of a camera with somebody who's been in front of a camera. <laughs> Check it out. So fuck you. Now deal with me. Go straight to hell. Because now look at me. I'm coming from a whole different place. I'm the fucking big man now. Now where Julie grew up in Brazil, they want to get their picture taken with somebody that has shoes. <laughs> now, I don't know what it's like down there. Blows them away. Your people, they what do, you, what do they wear? Just G-strings? Matter who they are. <laughs> Did the Brazilians invent the G-string? I don't know, but we've been bearing, wearing them on the beach longer than anybody. That's for sure. God bless you for it. That's, that's, that's a hell of a it's, thing. It's no one is. 
ashamed. Like, is that how you are down there? No, I don't. I that they look at me like I'm weird because I can't. I can't do that. You go down there in a one piece. Yeah, I go down there. I'm in like the hugest bikini ever, and they're like, like, you, <laughs> like everyone's just got their nipple like areola covered, you know. It must and look like you're in a trench coat. To yeah, them. it does. And they they look at me and they know I'm not from there. Even How? though I look like it, I talk like that. They're like, "You're not from here. Look at look at the size of that thing covering your whole ass." <laughs> like, what is it about you? You don't want to show your ass off down in Brazil. It's weird. I'm not saying that you have to. If you're at Coney Island, there, sure. I want you to dress up and be safe. But why why can't you be down there like you're a natural Brazilian? I don't know. I just feel uncomfortable. Like. People stare at you. I don't like getting like stared at like that. Like, butts stared at like that. <laughs> Why don't you go down there and just weird. let some people look at your butt for a while? <laughs> oh, I don't. I can't. I can't do that. It's just. It's too fucking strange. And then you have, like, you, I, you become, like, really self conscious when you see a really heavy set woman. In like the tiniest bikini you've ever she seen. She don't give a fuck. And she is not. She's like, yeah, I fucking look hot. Fucking fuck me. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but I bet she's fucking unbelievable in bed. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but I don't know. I just can't do it. Well, over there really doesn't matter very much. Like everybody doesn't really care about being nude or naked. Like it's kind of like a here and there thing. Like in front of your family that's acceptable for you to be Hold on. nude in front of like female members of your family and the same thing for guys to be so people just walk around they get in their house like just yeah like, like my mom's house like if if it's all like the girls are there it's pretty much like everybody's crazy and naked walking and if, back and forth no, trying each other's clothes on no what if the, a guy comes in do they at that least this, it's like either shut your eyes turn around or leave if you don't want to see it if you do, don't be crude. And then I'd seriously I'd be as quiet as a fucking church mouse. <laughs> seriously, the only thing that you would say would be like, "Wait, I see a glint in his eyes." Other than that, <laughs> I ain't fucking blowing it. I ain't one of those guys that fucking looks down, sees three aces in his hands, and starts whistling. <laughs> I'll fucking play it fucking cool as shit. That's exactly how I how we tell them to do it. You know, just chill out. It's not like you've never seen a woman naked before. Come on. I'd start chopping lines. I'd be like, you know what? <laughs> there isn't any reason for us to go to Carnival tonight. We'll fucking party here. Shut the blinds. We don't fucking need everybody to know what we're up to here. Let's take a door off the hinges. So I'm cutting some long fucking lines. Uh, you can always tell a Brazilian household if the chicks are walking around naked and if every, everything is a couple decibels. <laughs> yeah, they said the Louder. dancing shit, right? Yeah, everything's a couple dis like our mannerisms, our talking, then our music, and then everything combines, and it's the loudest country in the world. I really do think that they party all the time. What do you walk around with, like fruit on your head and shit down there? <laughs> Everybody fucking puts fruit on their head. I wish. I wish it was that cool. <laughs> the uh, Hicks, maybe this is the place for for you to rock down there. Maybe that's a place for you to finally fucking fit in somewhere. This big old globe or is a globe of loneliness. I don't know. I don't want to get, I don't know, my head cut off or fucking caught by a gang. I saw City of God. Yeah, that's only one part of it. Yeah. All right? You're going to go to the <laughs> suburbs. And it's going to be you, Brazilian Julian, Nikki Cox is coming down. Oh. You know that she's your radio girlfriend. She loves you more than Jay. It's crazy. Could you imagine that somebody who's riding around with Jay Moore, then Hicks, says that you're funny? Do you realize how fucking funny you have to be? It's quite the compliment, and thank you very much. I'll tell you something, too. Um, she's a funny person. Uh, this is from Mafia Life. Uh, hope all is well.
Well, you know what? He should come in one day. And they'll see. Yes, Mafia Life, all is well. I am starting a new Mafia game. <laughs> it's a lot like your game. Only it's going to be available to um, more people. He won't sleep tonight. I, I've, I've never met a guy who never stops pushing his product. He is a constant on it. Yep. Well, you Have you seen Tommy Z's new thing that he's doing? Um, I haven't seen this. I sent it to you and Hicks. I know Hicks has put it up. Oh, Hicks, yeah. just put it up for me real quick. Okay. I know we uh, we got to spare enough time for uh, Fuck a Duck, which I told Jay Moore we would at the beginning of the show. We'll end the show with Fuck a Duck because, quite frankly, uh, I don't remember doing it. I have a terrible thing. That's why I love Ronnie B quotes because I can go over there and go like this. Well, that's some funny shit. <laughs> and just be like somebody who's never heard it before. <laughs> Look at that fucking Hicks. He can win every game of search, search, hurry up and search. I like to dominate it, sure. So this is Tommy Z. He's doing this thing on YouTube uh, to promote uh, JR Cigars. How many fucking emails you get a day, Hicks? I get a lot. I, get I a... sent that to you fucking uh, late last night. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I got it. I, there's a lot coming in. <laughs> what are you getting? Porn fucking things? I get a lot of spam, and I really have to stop it. Here we go. I like my spam sliced very, very thin. Mm, fried? <laughs> yeah. Here we go. YouTube.com slash How much time we got before we got to throw it to the end of the show? We have uh, seven minutes. All right, good. Um... Yeah, don't even promote it for him. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't want... Yeah. I want the thing where he's... Uh... Right, now he's telling me about his kid. <laughs> All right. Yeah. No, turn it here. Turn, turn the volume up, please. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Nathan and the Z-Man on JR Cigar Tube. Today, we're going to be talking about a very important topic, the wrapper. The wrapper is a very important part of the cigar. It makes up about 60-80% of the actual strength of the cigar and the flavor. There are also other parts to the cigar like the binder. What the are you doing? Yo, yo! Yo, what up? Yo, what up, Nathan? Grandmaster Moron, what are you doing? Yo, what are what you doing? What do you mean, what am I doing? What kind of question is that? You look like a f***ing idiot. <laughs> Puff, look at Puff Fatty over um, here. What is the title of today's show? The Rapper, and how important the rapper is to cigars. Well, I'm showing how important rapper is to cigars. <laughs> Yo, I'm keeping it real, homies. Take that off, please. <laughs> Take what off? You say that stupid outfit. Oh, you say that all the time to me. Why is this any different? No, no, please take... I'm not going to shoot with that. We're what talking about like the rapper! Grandmaster Schmuck. Grandmaster Schmuck. All right, listen. All right. We can get serious here. Yo. Right? The rapper? Go ahead. Tell him how important the rapper is. Oh, God. Oh, God. What are you all God? The rapper is very important. <laughs> he said that already. Shut up! Uh, the rapper comprises about 60 to 80% of the overall flavor enough. of the cigar. By the way, he's dressed like with a hat on sideways yeah. and some fake Mr. T starter set. <laughs> and it's just the saddest thing ever. Nice and he's the last white guy to get in with doing this joke. <laughs> a lot of chains on. 
But he's throwing it. He's throwing it out there. <laughs> he's promoting like a motherfucker too. He is another. He and Mafia Life Chris keep throwing shit against the wall. God bless them both. <laughs> they can't stop. No, I would invite them to come in if they had crates of cigars. <laughs> if they would have to have crates. I'll send them a hint. <laughs> they do like he calls it a TV show, but it's only on YouTube. Yeah, it's a vlog almost. Oh, is that what it is? A yeah, vlog? A video blog. A vlog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> well, I just call it a blidio. Wish. All right, so what? whatever got this fucking duck going anyway? I don't even remember it. I think it was something about... I think it all started talking about Regis retiring. And then we were, we were talking about morning uh, television talk shows... And fuck a duck. That idea came up. Doesn't make sense. But I think that's how it started. Don't remember this at all. You're like the historian of the show, Fuzz. So, and then we'll probably play it and it'll be completely wrong. Regis's name won't even get mentioned. <laughs> Poor Regis, dead and gone. That was a terrible accident. What are you going to do? Throw a party. The writing hand writes, and having writ moves on. There's nothing you do about it, Hicks. Well, I'm going to say this before we throw at the end of the show. Brazilian Julie, seriously, this is my favorite appearance by you. Thank you. And you're a beautiful, fun young lady. Thank you. And I only wish you good things. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. For so, I love being here. For so long, Fez has said he hates you. Hicks said he hates you. <laughs> and I will overrule it every single time. And I go, she always brings us like a little present. I don't ever want you to do that again. You but bring I, us too many presents. But I love you guys. So I should bring presents. And, every, you know, you got to be like Mafia Life Chris always brings food and stuff. Yeah, he does. He brings it upside down pizza. He always whatever brings the hell it is. a nice little treat. I, don't know. I know, but he's got, you know, all these different websites. And <laughs> all you've got is your big, stupid bathing suit pants <laughs> that you go walking around. And it's sad. She has that little panel. It's like <laughs> and it's, oh, it's just sad. Uh, Fez, we got anything to promote here before uh, we throw it to this fuck -a duck? Um, uh, no, I don't think so. Nothing to promote, Hicks. You don't have anything that we need out there. I know the new interns, I walk by and they're in Cousin Brucey's studio cutting their big comedy bit for tomorrow. Yeah, they're cutting stuff right now as we speak. They all look depressed. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I haven't even seen it. Oh, come on, guys. There are three guys that look like they don't want to be on the air. <laughs> oh, no. Maybe because I said I was going to vote one of them off. It could it could be nerves. I yeah, see, I that's seem, a big part of it. Seems I think they'll they'll work out quite nicely. Everyone's always excited to get on the reality show, and then when you find out you can be voted off, it's awful. <laughs> Julie, do you need anything you need to promote? What are you doing? Um, I'd like to promote something for my friend. Sure. Um, uh, my friend has a band. His name is Boris Pellick. You can find him at, at Boris Pellick on Twitter or um, Facebook dot com slash my Hey Guy, and the band is called Hey Guy. And they're really great. They have a show coming up June 4th at the Highline Ballroom. Why don't you tell me I would have played one of their songs today? Oh, it's okay. Well, so why don't we do time. this? Let's play one tomorrow. Okay. Okay. Now, am I going to a, a, the bit here, Hicks, or going to the commercial? We're going to break and then go to the bit. All right. So I'm going to say goodbye to you, Brazilian okay. Julie. And tomorrow, make sure we play her buddy's uh, band and, and give them a plug. Highland Ballroom. That's pretty cool. Yeah. 
That's that's no small they're town a great, shit. They're a great band. I love them. Um, well, thank you so much for being in. And coming up next, fuck a duck. <laughs> Ron and Fez show. The Rod and Fez show on the virus. Serious exam. Where can you hear exclusive comedy concerts from the personal collections of A-list comedians? Raw Dog Comedy Uncensored. On Sirius XM's Raw Dog Summer Concert Series every Friday all summer long. <laughs> Not albums you can buy in stores, stuff we borrowed from our friends. Like this week's concert from the personal collection of Doug Stanhope. People are complaining about this smell. It's a good thing I'm only smoking in here. Raw Dog Summer Concert Series. Friday, 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. East, 7 and 3 West. Only on Raw Dog Comedy, Sirius XM 99. Winter here. Word on the street is that Hotels.com is having a summer sale. Offering up to 30% off select hotels and free Amazon Kindles. Come on, summer. Don't people like you enough with your no school, barbecues, and nice weather? Even my own daughter says you're her favorite season. All I had going for me was holiday gift giving. And now you have this free Kindle thing. Real nice. Save up to 30% to get a free Amazon Kindle at the Hotels.com summer sale. Be smart. Book smart. Minimum stay and spend required. Book by August 30th, 2011. Seaside for details. If you've been thinking about reviewing your truck insurance, think about OOIDA, the Owner-Operator Independent Drivers Association. OOIDA is truck insurance, but so much more. They've been standing up for professional truckers like you for nearly 40 years, protecting your rights and speaking on your behalf. Talk truck insurance with the people who speak up for you. Call 1-800-444-5791 or visit OOIDATruckInsurance.com. OOIDA. Nobody knows trucking better. Schneider National is changing trucking. When you visit SchneiderJobs.com, you open the door to a new adventure. Equipped with the latest in-cab technology, you'll have internet, email access, and turn-by-turn GPS navigation. Your dispatchers are out in the field where you are. And regional lanes offer familiarity paired with unbeatable home time. So if you're searching for a company as committed to you as you are to your career, Schneider is the place to be. Visit SchneiderJobs.com today. It's time to make your move. Search. Apply. Drive. At Trimac Transportation, we make safety part of our job every day. And because of that, we've been recognized with multiple awards of excellence in several different safety categories, including the prestigious NTTC Outstanding Performance Trophy. Here at Trimac Transportation, we don't set out to win awards, but every day we set standards for performance that make these awards possible. Visit Trimac Transportation online at Trimac.com. That's T-R-I-M-A-C.com. At Trimac, safety is no accident. You know what you've got between your legs. You know it well. Better than the back of your hand. You know what it's capable of. You know its limits. If you could get a little more performance out of it, a little extra power, wouldn't you? So put Bell Ray Performance Motor Oil into your bike and get more out of it. Bell Ray, flex your engine. Ron and Fez on the virus, Sirius XM. Fez Gins, why don't you get back into it? Um, that there was a rescue video of uh, people trapped in an elevator in a subway station that looks like it was just an absolute nightmare. It's a elevator that gets you from the subway platform up to the street. Everybody's stuck in it for over an hour. Over an hour. Now the video is out where the firemen come down through the ceiling to try to rescue everyone. 
Well, they didn't try. They actually did rescue everyone. What they did was open up the top, drop in a ladder, and let them out. Badass. Like Nothing Steve. was on fire. It was a very large elevator, too. Uptown, I think, 181st. Yeah, up there, they had because the fucking trains are just so far below ground that they need, you need a giant, like, goddamn cattle car elevator to go up. It's right by the Russian Washington Heights. I've been in those before. Um, yeah, yeah, I've been, yeah. It's all the way up there. Because there's 28 people, and look how much room there is. Yeah. It's like being fucking stuck in a gymnasium. <laughs> I wish we had elevators that big here. Yeah. I wish we could take a gym down to the first floor. It's, this elevator smells like piss, though. All subway elevators smell like piss. Yeah. That's why I don't understand people getting into them. And these are all healthy young people. I don't see anybody in a wheelchair or elderly. One little kid who had to piss held it unlike the fucking bums. Yeah, really. Unlike the piss bums. And they get hot as hell in there. I don't know. There's always those emergency buttons or emergency phones in an elevator. Why not install an emergency fan just to keep the air circulating around? Just to keep it moving in there. Put a little breeze on somebody in case, you know, 28 people get stuck in an elevator for over an hour. I'm surprised no one's smoking. I would have fucking Why does lit it up take that long to get someone down the, through the trap door and lower a ladder down? How quick should the fire department be there? I would say you should have someone there in 20 minutes' time. That there should be some sort of protocol for a stuck elevator that people are trapped in. CMTA, it's don't expect anything. They're lucky these people aren't already still in there, fucking cannibalizing each other. Well, they're getting their big ass out of the elevator. There you go, sweetheart. Move those Uggs. And it looks like the fire department had to bring the ladder. There should be a ladder there at the st any place that has an elevator should have a ladder ready to go. There's luck there's trains in those fucking subways. <laughs> place sucks. Your emergency fan has been put on and the fire department will be here within 20 minutes. Well, in terms of most elevators, they picked a good one to get stuck in. I'll give them that. It was a gigantic elevator. There's plenty of room for everyone. Yeah. And the next time, take the escalators. You're fucking 27 years old. No, the, the thing is, there's no escalators down there. It's only the elevator. I've never even heard of that fucking stuff. It's all the way uptown. It's they don't right have stairs? Right by the Washington Square Bridge. Washington Square Bridge. Uh, George Washington Bridge. Jesus. Yeah, it's fucked up. Why do they have a square bridge up there? I don't know. They're going to be more like a rectangle. So there's no stairs. It's that deep. Yeah, it's, it's deep down there because it's fucking. It's all. It's all. It's. Uh, it's like San Francisco fucking parts up there. The, the roads are so slanted. They're right. so high. I used to go up there, got a nickel bag of pot with a fucking razor blade in it. Still smoked it. What was the fucking blade for? I have no clue. I guess Spread nades? Probably. It was pothead's mates. Um, let's go over here to uh, Baba Yerman Fest. Hey, buddy. Hey, uh, Fizzy. Man, if you'd gotten stuck in that elevator... We'd have some radio gold. Too bad you weren't there. Thank you. You know, I can't handle the, the person who's, like, actually shooting the video in the elevator. It's like, that is a really bad moment. I don't know if I would want someone, another random person stuck in there putting the camera on me. You think it's rude to shoot people in elevators like that? Like, pull your video out? 
start taping? If you're taping someone who doesn't want to be taped, yeah. Or what if they, you don't even tell people they're being taped? Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, it's Opie. Opie's latest video. Mm. When Gervais had to ask them, what are you taping? Yeah, I tape all the time. Don't worry about it. That's my favorite thing. <laughs> I tape everything. This is how it is, Gervais. Uh, Patrick, you're on a Fez. Hey, buddy. Uh, Fez, you were having some chest pain earlier, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think the fire, the fire truck might be a little late helping those people because they're too busy taking care of people who don't take care of themselves and have chest pain all the time and have heart attacks. I've never had the fire department. I've had paramedics. I've never had the fire department. Um, the latest rumor is Katie Couric and Matt Lauer are seriously considering joining forces to host a syndicated talk show. So uh, here's some of the people we're talking about. This today, The Rogue Today shows... Anderson Cooper or the Rebel Regis, all talking about starting their own talk show and getting back out there. And, of course, uh, Rosie O'Donnell will be back there on the OWN Network. Hicks, give me the, out of the three I gave you, give me the winner, give me the loser, give me the toss-up. Rosie will be the toss-up since it's on OWN. Matt and Katie coming back will be... The f- they'll, they're going to fucking bank it up, and Cooper will be the loser. There you go. And Regis? Regis, I don't think he's going to come back. I think, think he goes out the pasture. Brouhaha. Yeah. Fez Watley, give it to me. Anderson Cooper will be the big winner. I agree with Hicks that Rosie is the toss-up, because uh, we're not really sure exactly what that's going right, to do so with take, let, Let's take Rosie out, and let's just go with the syndicated people. All right. Anderson Cooper, the winner. Regis is the to- uh, is the uh, toss up, and Katie Couric and Matt Lauer are going to be the losers. Now, if you put Regis at nine o'clock in the morning, why would he be a toss up? How would that not be the same show? They're not going to have as many bubbles fucking dropping down when he's spinning a wheel. None of tourists. I think he'll do the exact same. Um. I really can't understand why, uh, and you know, uh, Matt and Katie also run a pretty big fucking morning show for 20 years. People like that shit, when, and they, they're reuniting, they're going to fucking love it, and they're going to watch. I would call their show This Morning. All right. Welcome to This Morning. Oh. We're having some coffee this morning. <laughs> We're glad you can join us this morning. Oh, that's the name of the show. What are you doing here this morning? Oh, it's, you know, I'm here. It's this morning. I would call my show the morning fuck-a-duck. And that every time that I introduce the guests, like, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, let's bring out uh, my morning show guest, Tony Danza. Hey. He would come out, everybody would yell, fuck-a-duck, fuck-a-duck, fuck-a-duck. Then, then he's got to grab the duck. Put it up to his dick. Act like he's fucking it. Why the play? Fuck, fuck a duck. duck. Fuck, fuck a duck. duck. Fuck, fuck a duck. duck. And then he does the interview. He tells us about the new stuff. Then I go, well, we're running out of time. It's time for you to go. Fuck a duck. Fuck, fuck a duck. duck. Fuck a duck. Fuck a duck. He fucks the duck. Yes. Throws it into the audience. Whoever catches it. Get the duck. Yeah, they get a hopefully celebrity come so duck. 
Is this going to be on network TV, or are you going like FX? I'm I'm aiming for Fox. Wow. Because they got American Idol. And I know a lot of their people would like to fuck a duck when they're done. By the way, did anybody notice that the Idol vote-off girl was in here today? Because I know she did the Today Show this morning. I believe she might have been here yesterday. It's uh, Pia? Is that her name? Yeah, I wanted to get a gander on her. I wanted to get a couple eyeballs on Pia. I was very, very curious this whole time whether those were uh, fake tits or reels. I think they're fake. I believe those are fake titties. Uh, talking about the new morning show, Fuck a Duck, and... Now, what about women guests? Will they just fucking take the head and just fuck themselves with the duck head? There are male ducks. Well, I don't see no duck cock. I'd rather them just fuck them with the duck neck and head. <laughs> well, maybe one day you'll get your own Fuck a Duck spinoff show, and you can do it any way you want. Fuck a duck. But I wouldn't mind seeing fucking Gwyneth Paltrow... Just fucking throw that duck on his back and fucking mount him. Fuck a duck. 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 Looks like we're running out of time here. On fuck a duck. Time to fuck a duck some more. And I know that there's a lot of kid actors out there. Guess what, Miley Cyrus? Better be ready to fuck a duck if you want to be on my show. That's right. No one's making you do the show. But if you do it... You're going to fuck a duck. You want to sell some fucking tickets? Get on this duck. First of all, I'd rather watch him fuck a duck than any movie. <laughs> and I and I could actually... Lindsay Lohan, looks like you just fucked a mallard. How was that for you? It was great. That's a good impression. Thanks. That's the going back and forth, the improv twins. <laughs> and sometimes we'll have the bands on, like the Foo Fighters would oh, fuck cool. it. So Dave Grohl, will they be like run train on the duck? Will yeah. Sometimes it'll be the same, like they'll fucking throw it back and forth, and maybe even during the show. <laughs> but this is uh, the greatest show I've heard of my entire life. It's a morning show. It's going to be a chat show. Okay. We're not going to get too fucking heavy. I don't want. I want the people to that once they fuck the duck. Yeah. They're in a friendly place. Well, yeah, they just fuck guy nut off. They're like, all right, I'll talk about whatever. Let's hope there's some of these fucking guys. Let's hope that they can get their nut off. Oh God. But just feathers are flying this morning on fuck a duck. Beautiful. It's really awesome. So don't tell me I can't put together a morning show that can compete with the big guys. That's right. Because I can do it. Fucking dominate. You see George Clooney fucking ducks on Goddamn Regis and Kelly? Wouldn't it be crazy? Like, there's some people like, Meatloaf, we're going to turn you down. <laughs> Why? I got a new album. Look, we love the new album. It's just that no one wants to see you fuck a duck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's no, don't take it personal. It's not about your work. We've had test audiences in this company. And then if the there's like young comedians who are like, uh, I think I'm ready to do the show. Well, let's see you fuck a duck. Well, you want to see my act? Not yet. Mm -mm. Let's see if you can fuck a duck before we even see your seven minutes. Take this duck. Here. I'm sorry the duck just didn't take to you. Mm. There was no chemistry between you and the duck. All right. Everybody run down who, write down who they would like to see as the first fuck a duck morning show guest. Okay. Hicks, I'm going to go first with you. Who do you got? Who would you like to see on Fuck a Duck? Christopher Guest. Chris Guest? Yeah, I'd like to see him fuck a duck. Now, here's the problem. I don't know whether he can fuck a duck, but he is a nightmare interview. 
Well, I think after well, no one's having ever given him a duck to fuck before having to do an interview. I'll tell you, watch the interview with him and, and Ricky Gervais and see how hard Ricky had to work on that one. I was going to bring that up to Ricky, except for I was in the, you know, seven guys fucking a cat show. And look at me, Ricky. Look at me, Ricky. We're all funny. Uh, Fez, who do you got? I have Kate Middleton. I'm not even sure who that is. That's who's marrying Prince William. And oh, it's God. I didn't. We had stayed off of that so good today. Oddly enough, I had Kate Capshaw. Kate really? Capshaw on Fuck a Duck. Um, here is uh, Bill. Bill, you're on a fist. Hey, maybe you could get Gilbert Godfrey to be the first uh, star on there. Affleck! Yeah. Um. Here's uh, John. John, you're in Fez. Hey, uh, are you going to put oven mitts on the little duck feet? There's no, uh, you know, we haven't gotten that deep into it yet. Uh, Garth, you're in Fez. Hey, the first duck host, Howard yeah. the Duck. He'd be fucking all the bitches. I would love to have Howard the Duck on. A lot of talk here, uh, Harvey Keitel, because you know he'll swing that dick. Yeah, he'll go. And then John Cryer, because he seems like. The nation feels bad for him right now. Yeah, you see him on the comedy awards, rapping. Oh God, those comedy awards! Yeah, uh, that was a tough show to watch. Yeah, I like Colbert. That was good. They gave out every award to people who have shows on Comedy Central. Yeah, weird. Um, Daniel, I'm on a fez. Ronnie B, Dick Holder, nine four one, checking in with you. Um, let me do this. This will be a new thing for fucking. Yeah. Hey, I just want to ask you: Do you think Opie is turning into Mister Brainwash with his maniacal? Oh, I film everything, bro. There was it was a very very <laughs> fucking funny thing to say to him, and you saw for a second there it looked like like Gervais was a little put off and then jumped into it. Uh, Zach, you're on a fist. Yeah, Ronnie, million bucks. I'd like to see uh, Chaz Bono be your first uh, guest on Fuck a Duck. That would be weird, but Chaz Bono will never do the fucking show. Why not? His mother knows the reason why. Oh. You fuck me over, all right? And your kid ain't ever getting on Fuck a Duck. What's the history there? Um, Ken, you're on a Fez. Yeah, Ronnie, is your... Uh Punchline there going to be, once you go quack, you never go back. I like it. I like Beautiful. it a lot. Hey, can't do any other fucking TV shows. Fuck it. Maybe I'll even get into a lot of stuff like that. Like, uh, we have cheese and quackers set up for the audience. I like that shit. And then, like, every once in a while, we do suck and fuck a duck. <laughs> where you're forced to suck the duck and then fuck the duck. <laughs> Time for you to... Oh, God, why can't you seriously laugh without choking? The wheezing's gotten bad in the last three days. Science infection, the heavy smoking. It's it's, not, it's worrisome. Do me a favor. Go to the fucking doctors today. I don't know if I can get into a doctor today. Uh, if I have to, I'll have you shot in the neck with a trank. Awesome bonus. <laughs> That's the only way you can sleep right now, is to be fucking tranked. Oh, yeah, fucking just till I pass the fuck out. What time's the Phillies game today? Take a look. Give me everything. Location, what's going on, who's fucking pitching. All right. I want I want all the news. I'll give you a nice recap. Yeah. 
Uh, Mark, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Robbie, you're a genius. Hey, I just want to let you know that male ducks are called drakes, so maybe your female guest could rape a drake. Rape a uh, drake. Oh, I like uh, it. Drake. Rape a uh, drake. Yeah. And then I'll have pate for all the fucking guests, too. Wow. It'll be, it, it'll be interesting to see which guests really get into fucking the duck, because it'll be those repeat guests making his seventh appearance on Fuck a Duck, Mr. John Stamos. Wow, Stamos heavy on Fuck a Duck. I don't know why you think I'm going to have him on so much. He's on that side of the building, not over here, bro. Uh, I'd have Danny from ONA on after the nice things he said to Fezzi oh, today. Phillies are playing the Nationals at home at 7 o'clock. Bland's pitching. Mm. Fucking hate the nuts. Hate them. Uh, Jimmy, you're on running Fez. Hey, guys. Uh, I'd like to see uh, Duck take uh, Brooklyn Decker on. Interesting. Hey, she can come on. Brooklyn Ducker. But it didn't really work out the way she wanted it. Did it. She was uh, doing that movie, and she was going to be the big sex star. and That didn't happen. Yeah, it didn't kind of work out for her. Well, she is still ridiculously sexy. Just... I got this for you. She looks better in pictures. I, I didn't see her. I didn't see her that day. I just heard her. That's because you were too busy coughing and laying on the floor and complaining about your sinuses. <laughs> Riding around the floor of the office. Hmm. Uh, let's go over here to uh, Steve. Steve, you're on my Ronnie B., you're a genius. I think we should have uh, Chuck and Buck. Or you could have Chuck and Buck, Suck and Buck, or Fuck a Duck. Let's bring out Chuck and, and what was his name? Buck. Chuck and Buck are here to suck and fuck right here on Fuck a Duck. Time to ride the Drake. Ride the Drake. The ancient Drake is calling you. Oh, fucking Duck. Fucking. The mallard woke before dawn. He put his boots on and he walked on down the hall. Um, let's, uh, Eric, Eric, you're on the run fest show. Hey, Ron, uh, do you have to put a rubber duck on to fuck the duck? It's up to each person. I don't, you know, I'm not fucking Planned Parenthood. Fuck no, come on. Uh, Jeremy, you're on run fest. Hey, boys, just wondering if there's going to be any DPing, if there's two guests on, or uh, any ATB. Well, first of all, ask the beak, uh, is, I don't want to rush into it, but when it gets done, everybody's going to go crazy. It's going to be a milestone. And we hope that you there at home will fuck a duck. And yeah. I don't want to hear anything from Peta. Play along. Uh, here's uh, John Oregon. You're on Ron Fez. Hey, Fezzy. Hey. You need to uh, maybe get your own show and call it uh, Blow a Crow. Oh, is that where you're going with this now, Fez? Oh, what the Great fucking idea. Let me guess where you got it from, Watley. Same place Jay Moore got half slices. The fucking com new comedy special he's doing? You put a fucking knife right in my back, Watley. I have no intention of starting to blow a crow show. Crow! Crow! Caw! Whatever. Time to take calls! Calls! <laughs> Fuzzy, I never thought you'd fucking do that to me. I, I haven't done that to you. Because I have a fucking place for you. Uh, Hicks is going to be my sidekick. Uh-huh. And I 
you make sure Hicks gets lunch. Make sure you drain his sinuses. That'd be nice. And then I need you to go up to 181st, take the subway uh, elevator back and forth all day long, making sure it's working properly. And have one of those little fans in your pockets, and you can jump out. You know, don't worry, everyone. I got a fan. Make sure you have extra batteries. The uh, emergency workers will be here within an hour. That brings no comfort even knowing the emergency workers are on their way. Until they're actually in there and there's a ladder, it's not going to feel good. Oh, I got a story for you, Fez. It would freak you out. So I'm watching the uh, Oprah behind-the-scenes show. As I want to do on OWN. And by the way, Rosie O'Donnell, your hero, uh-huh. heading for trouble with that fucking crew. Oh, were they bad. They were freaking out when they went to Australia. Well, here's what happened. They go up to Australia. They have a deal for her to take her audience over a bridge. To go over this giant fucking bridge, there's a a little ladder bridge above the bridge, right? And I'm talking high as fuck. To be on this ladder bridge, you actually have to have one of those things where you clip on like you're climbing. So that when you fall off the bridge... You can be hanging on. Fez, it's this tight. And you've got to walk over these steps like this with your belt hooked on. So when you fall, you're hooked. They walk to the... Oprah and her audience walk to the top of this giant bridge. Probably uh, the same... And it's overlooking the Australian harbor. Now, as this happens, a helicopter is to fly up take the picture of oprah and her audience waving and then they can turn around and walk down the bridge and we've got the show we've got the shot that starts the show the stupid fucking overweight producers are all like uh we've got all right hicks has got some pictures of it right there see if you can just show yeah, see how high they are, uh-huh. and see how they got to wear, like, fucking helmets and shit, and be locked into that. Now, I want you to see, I don't know whether you can get a, a good thing of height there around the whole place, but, so she gets up oh. there, yeah, it's high, and it's tight, and it's weird. Now, there's traffic underneath them, so... I'm already going, we, we couldn't get Watley to do this, <laughs> let alone wait for the helicopter. So the helicopter comes up, tries to do a couple shots, but the helicopter gets there before them. I mean, they're walking middle-aged ladies to the top of a fucking bridge, right? By the time they get the crew there, the helicopter says we're out of gas. So Oprah's fucking pissed. She's going, this is crazy. Why am I up here? We need this shot. Look how high they are. That's that's an airplane view. It is close to that. You can see the wind rushing back and forth. And Oprah's pissed because they're waiting for the helicopter. It took well over an hour that they had to stand there at the peak of a bridge waiting for an helicopter. And, and they would tell her 12 minutes. 12 minutes would go by. Where is it? It's going to be here in 10 minutes. Where is it? So she's yelling out, I'm fucking serious. 
Tell me exactly when it's getting it. Look at it from there, Fez. Look where the fuck they are. That's where they're at That's, on the top. Yeah, they're on the top there. Take it's a, Look, see it? Oh! It's, it's like being out on a girder. Yeah, I guess it is. Look, you are. You're really that's basically all, on a girder. That's all there is, just a, 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 a beal of steam. Or, no, I can't it's, say it. It's a beal of steam. Beal of steam. So, um, you're up on the top of this beal of steam. Look at this shot. That beal's nuts. That totally has me freaked out. <laughs> now, they leave them there for over <laughs> an hour while they gas up. They get back down. The producer who's in charge of it cries so oprah has to be like hey look we all do things all right is the blonde producer you gotta believe it yeah oh what she's, she's the executive producer right look at how they're having to walk and look at the wind blowing at them oh that's insane it's the craziest thing i ever saw and here's the deal now look there she is crying so now it becomes oprah's job to talk her down and once you're up there, it's like... On a fucking beal of steam. Yes. A beal. Steam. Hot. Oh, very hot. And once you're up there, you can't decide, all right, I've had enough. I decided I'd like. I can't wait the hour for the helicopter. I'd like to go down. No, you're just trapped up there until the whole group goes. Why? I'd be I climbing over bitches. <laughs> Seriously, I'd be like, I don't give a fuck about this show. I can't be up here on a bill of steam for an hour. In that hot Australian sun. Why is that so much hotter? That is Southern the craziest Hemisphere? ass idea ever that they have. It's a cool shot. It makes the show. So after that, they go in and fucking destroy Hugh Jackman's eye. Yeah. As he tries to fucking catapult or whatever the fuck you call it. What do you call that thing when you slide? Okay, ziplining. He's ziplining across the fucking beal of steam, and he gets there and hits his fucking eye. And they're saying, well, he didn't hit the brake. And I'm like, why do you got a setup where a guy who's never been on a zipline before is totally in charge of his own fucking safety? It's Wolverine. I don't understand. This shows off the fucking rails. I don't understand why it's uh, not jackass. Oprah's turned into jackass in this last season. Look, there he goes. Now, he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Paying right off a of fucking life. He didn't hit the brake early. He's never done it before. You try zipping across the beal of steam and see if your fucking eye can stay out. Do it tomorrow. Satellite's gone up to the sky. Things like that drive me out of my mind. 